All right. Good evening, everyone. <laughs> you you, you well can see done. the you can actually see the lightning from the <laughs> Castlevania title screen like flashing on my webcam. <laughs> it's red. We're red. Yeah. We're bathing in blood. <laughs> I, uh, I I've also been. I don't know if you've seen any of the Silent Hill streams I was doing on the backloggery. Uh, I haven't. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm definitely going for a very red look on those as well. Although that's with this, <laughs> that's with the setup upstairs. I'm, I'm playing downstairs on the Super NT tonight because, uh, you know, since I had to unplug my 20L5 up there, and I put a 20L2 in its place for now until mm. I can get it uh, recapped. Um, uh, my I put the the BKM card uh, into the 20L2, but the, um, the cable will just like, just barely won't reach. So I can only have <laughs> RGB or component hooked up, up there for, Oh, I mean, you don't, have like a, you don't have like a little, uh, a single like cable that you could just couple with another one. I, I mean, I could, but like, I, I didn't want to deal with it for now. Mm. So I just have component plugged in up there for the silent Hills three streams, which I should finish tomorrow. Hopefully. Uh, how are you liking it? Uh, is, uh, it's good. Uh, I still like the first one, the best though, the play, the yeah. one on PS one. I, it's still my favorite. I know two is the fan favorite, but I st- it's pretty neat though, that this one's a direct sequel to the, the original. It is, you know, and I, I saw, you know, I know that you've got on your voodoo account, you've got, uh, the first silent Hill movie, which I know you like. Uh, yeah, and I, yeah. I need I mean, to get it's, around it's to watch it until, like, the last like maybe ten minutes of it go. It goes a little crazy. Mm-hmm. But I uh, uh, but I saw I that mean, I saw that the second movie is on Netflix, and you know the little video clip that plays when you hover over Netflix, like the it, there's I don't know if it's the main character or not, but the the character that they were showing in that clip was like a girl that looks exactly like the girl I know. in three. So. That, yep. that kind of makes me like, after I finished three, it kind of makes me be like, oh, maybe maybe now is the time to finally watch these movies. <laughs> yeah, it'll be interesting. I mean, the the original movie, I mean, it is very much like a version of three in, mm-hmm. in the second movie, but it takes like, you know, a lot of the, the changes and stuff to the characters from the first movie <laughs> and takes them into account. It's, 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 I mean, I only saw it one time. So I can't really tell you too much about it, mm-hmm. but I, I really like the first one. And there's there's one point in the first one where uh, when she first goes to Silent Hill, it's like shot for shot, like the same as the opening of the game. Wow. Like the camera is like all weird in weird places and stuff. When she like when you're going through the alleyways and stuff at the very beginning. Hmm. So. Yeah, I don't know. Sandy's just barking at me. For no oh, reason other the red, than... The red is... <laughs> this is this is uh, Travis uh, RM saying Terminator Vision. It's too bad <laughs> we don't have like a lot of uh, you know information and a like a little reticle going in between us. Uh, so we do we want to talk about uh, the stream? Yeah, I Maybe. mean we'll 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 probably mention it uh, at the end yeah, as well. But uh, as you all know, or maybe you forgot. Uh, there is a time change on Halloween night. We, uh, and Halloween is 
uh, this coming Saturday. Uh, so we're going to fall back, uh, 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 you know, whatever, 2 a.m. or whatever it is on Sunday. Mm-hmm. But the stream next Sunday is going to be at the same time, the same real time. So in <laughs> other words, nine becomes eight and we're going to start streaming at 8 p.m. Eastern time. But when the time changes again in March, we're going to keep it at eight. Uh, yes. Essentially, because- what, <laughs> a very roundabout way of saying we're just going to be starting the stream one hour earlier from now on. Right. We're going to be starting the stream at, at 8 p.m. Eastern, uh, mainly because uh, we just it's, it's it doesn't set a good precedence like starting the week. No. Because when we're up like you know as, as the streams are beginning longer and longer, uh, you know we're up later and later, and it's just you know my kids are up at have to be at school in the morning, and it's just like I'm like it basically like ruins my entire morning the next day. So we're just going to move it everything earlier, like one hour. And that is it. Yeah. Like, and we'll probably ideally be finishing between 11 and 1130. I mean, it's, it's funny. I mean, you're talking about like it was like it was your idea, but I, I think you're you're like actually really on board with it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, well, it's true. I mean, you were saying, you know, you wanted to to roll it back. And and I never really thought of it as an option. But when you said this, like, oh, yeah, I would definitely want to do that. Yeah, well, I mean, it's just going to be one hour earlier. You know, it's not we're not changing the day or anything like that. It's just going to be Sundays from eight to probably 11, 1130. Yeah, I mean, basically, I mean, originally, originally, the streams were intended to be 9 p.m. to 11 p.m. But, Mm. you know, we just had so much fun. (laughs) They just tended to drag on and on till midnight, 1230, you know, I would say probably 50% of the time we're hanging it up after 1230 at this point, probably. Yes. And exactly. I think, and, and, and that's fine. Like I, I, I have no problem with streaming three, three and a half hours. Uh, but, uh, and people I think have come to expect, I mean, if we're, if we're like kind of winding down at 11 o'clock, people think, think we're hanging it up too early. <laughs> right. uh, so people kind of, kind of seem to expect the longer stream, which is fine. So we're going to keep the longer stream, but we're going to just start it earlier. So, but we're, we're going to try and make that a pretty hard cut off. I mean, you know, if maybe once or twice a year, we get in a situation where, you know, we're at the end of Valis, like I was that one time. And it's just like, Oh, I got to do it. Uh, you know, if that happens every once in a while and we push it a, a little further, no big deal. But I, right. I think our general rule is we're going to be trying to end 11 ish. And if the runoff goes to 1130, you know, whatever, that's fine. But right. You know, I mean, it's funny. I was, I was telling drum. Uh, I said, you know, I, I had to have the exact same conversation with Corey that you had with me years ago, where you basically say, you know, I'm too old to be streaming this late. <laughs> <laughs> Cause you know, the backlog and- streams used to be five o'clock. Uh, well, yeah, but I mean, absolutely. Oh, not it's, five o'clock, five hours. Uh, it seven. is not, not something I've ever considered. Yeah. And just recently, as as the streams come to an end, I'm just like wiped out. I last week especially it happened, and you know, this is it's just a good way to do it. Well, to, I like, think a big be, reason for it too, when we started streaming, I mean, your kids were a lot younger, and you kind of needed to be part of 
you know, putting them down for the night and everything. I mean, they're yeah. older. They, you know, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's, it's not as big of a deal now. So, yeah. So anyway, right. that's the deal. Hopefully people are mostly, uh, ambivalent or in favor of that. And, you know, Hey, maybe some of the night, you know, we already get some European night owls. Maybe we can get, you know, a couple, couple more starting an hour. It might, it might be just early enough to be, to hit that threshold. I'm, uh, I'm using the, uh, the 2.4, uh, G, uh, eight bit dough. So hopefully that goes well for this game. Uh, so let's see. There's not a lot of, so this was a, a last minute decision for you to play this. Yeah. You know, I was, I was originally going to do, um, you know, I, I had no idea until this week that this was even a thing. Like midweek, I found out that, um, Cadence of Hyrule, the the Zelda themed uh, Crypt of the ne Necro Dancer spinoff, uh, mm -hmm. was gained a physical copy. I had no idea. Which that is very much not my style of game. But <laughs> being Zelda, of course, and being a physical copy of a Zelda game, of course, I was going to get it. Uh, and I thought it would be entertaining in some fashion to watch me play something that I have zero aptitude for. Um, you know, that being uh, uh, rhythm games or uh, or roguelikes. <laughs> and, and I would still like to stream it maybe in a few weeks. Uh, then Corey was like, you know, you should, you should play something, something some good classic Hallow uh, Hall Halloween-themed game. And I'm like, oh, yeah, why not? I, I love this game. You know, I don't know. I, I've beaten it maybe twice, but I would say no more than twice. So I, I really have no expectation of whether I'm going to be able to finish it uh, tonight. But I mean, for a long time, I've generally considered this like my uh, my go-to recommendation when people ask like, what's a good Castlevania to start with? Which is, I, I feel like, Oh, Perhaps yeah, more is, than uh, any other series, I feel like is a question that I get asked a lot, or I see come up a lot. Yeah, uh, I, I don't, I don't know why Castlevania in particular, but like if I, it, it's, I, I feel it's not as hard as the NES games, but it's still pretty hard. Um, and uh, yeah, I don't know, I just. Something about it just feels like a really good starter. I mean, I, I would say by all measures, uh, you know, Rondo of Blood is the best of, you know, the so-called classic Vanias, but I, I don't know, something, for some reason, I think I still prefer like one, three, four. I don't know why. I just, like, just personally, I just, Maybe upon revisiting it, you know, maybe your mind will be changed. Revisiting what, this or what? This, this one, yeah. I mean, do you think I'm going to like it less? Is that what you're saying? No, no, you said that you like the NES ones better than this one. No, 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 no. what I was saying was I like this one and oh, the NES boy. ones more. I see. Than, I mean, like I say, by like all objective measures, I feel Rondo is the best one, but I... Mm -hmm. I just 
I I really like th I like this one a lot. Uh, we had two Canadian dollars from Vibe Mecca. Thank you. Uh, thank you. Says uh, I still remember my Dracula password for this game. Oh. Yeah, you know it by heart, huh? Yeah, I mean, I. Yeah, what's interesting is that your passwords don't work unless you enter the same name. Uh, like, like your your passwords are, you know, kind of like how uh, modern games. Like sometimes there's a game where you can't back up your file, like it's locked to the system. Uh, or, you know, I think there are some uh, GameCube games, for example, like Animal Crossing, maybe you have Zero, some others. Some people were talking about this in our Discord recently. Um, uh, that you can't uh, transfer without, like, a special tool or, like, a homebrew tool. You know, they, they're kind of locked to the cards. <laughs> I guess you could say that's an early example of that, uh, where you have to enter the same... Name or I, I think you can not enter a name because if I remember correctly, I think some of the passwords I've seen for uh, this game uh, just say just hit start, don't enter a name, and these passwords will work. Right. Yeah. I mean, I always tend to do that nowadays. Just hit start. Um. When this came out, did you know? I mean, how long after release did you play this? Oh, quite a while. I mean, this was kind of one of my first, like... I shouldn't have got that. Uh, this was kind of like one of my first, like, finds, in a way. Like, I had been looking for this game for a while, and I, I couldn't find it. Uh, you know, you know, in, in, in the year or two after I started getting, like, into getting, like, used games at Funko Land, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and I'd been looking for it, and I couldn't, I couldn't find it. And I just saw one day when I was checking out um, behind the counter from a distance, like, I just saw it sitting on the shelf there. I said, is that, is that Castlevania 4? The guy said, yeah. I said, well, I'm, I'm going to buy that, too. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, that was, you know, it was, it was kind, of a, kind of my first, my first find. But, yeah, it, it was, you know, late 90s. I don't, I don't uh, think yeah. I beat it until I was in college. You got $5 from Yeah, Buddy. Yeah. Thanks. It says, will you guys ever do a PVM, BVM setup video? And we have a lot of stuff. Like, shot for it already. I mean, I would say expect it, but uh, I, have, I I committed several a couple days ago that uh, after I do, after this EverDrive video is out and I'm going to do the, a quick mode video, uh, I've committed myself to doing a Mr. in 2020 video as my next video after that. Um, and I'm, I'm very excited to do that. And then after that, I'm going to be doing a a, a studio tour setup video uh, for for my for my place, and, uh, and then we'll see what happens after that. Uh, but yes, I mean I I would expect one. It's just hard to say. We've been, we've been talking about it for ages at this point. Yeah, they're gonna be separate videos though. All right, so we also got five dollars from For Love of the Game. Thank you. Thank you saying fruit stripes bubble beeper or ouch bubble gum you can only choose one 
Oh gosh, is this I've never uh, had any of them, but I want to say ouch, bubblegum. That, that's the only one that's like are these all like 90s bubblegum flavors or something? I ouch sounds a little familiar. Ouch. I, I mean, I you know, I I Oof. I've never been like a big gum fan. Really? I mean, yeah. It's just, it's, you know, it's a lot of effort spent for something that you can't even eat. Well, I, you're looking at it wrong, man. It's like, it's basically <laughs> for people to uh, just have, have, you know, do something with their mouth. I mean. You know, just, you know, I, in I every guess. day. I, and you have like a taste. It's I, not. I mean, I, I, I understand, but like, I don't know, like, I. I, I I more need something to do with 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 my hands than with my mouth. <laughs> I guess you know, like if I mean, I sure. I guess I'll like you know. I mean, not not that I use a lot of pins anymore, but you know, back in the day when writing was a by hand was a more uh, everyday thing of life. You know, I'd I'd, I'd have a, a bad habit of you know chewing on like the pin cap. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, but um, we got five dollars from uh, Christopher Beck, and this this is this is a question for you. Ooh, thank you. Saying uh, when will Analog Frontiers be finished? <laughs> uh, well, part part three should be out sometime in November. Uh, as for being totally finished, you know, it'll be in you know the first quarter of the year I would say for all five parts to, to be out. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I, a freelance project took, a, took some time away from, uh, from me working on, on, on it as much as I intended to this week. But, uh, you know, I don't think it's going to be quite like, I, I was afraid it was going to be like 70 minutes or something like that. And I'm, 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 very close to having it finished being strung out, and I, I don't think that's going to happen. I, it, 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 there, there's maybe a possibility it won't even be the longest video, but it might be just about tied for it. Uh, <laughs> but it's it's not going to be as far over an hour, I don't think, as I initially thought it was going to be. So that's, that's good for me. <laughs> uh, we also got two more Canadian dollars from Mecca saying uh what are your thoughts on the netflix series i assume you're you talked about castlevania and this is a good question because uh i had not watched it until recently and i just finished with season two okay um i'm way behind on it um and i i thought it was great man when like when 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 uh when bloody tears kicks in in that last (laughs) episode of the end of uh season two it's like all right this is like it's like I don't know if they can top that. Like, it's, I, I mean. it's definitely an interesting take on Dracula, uh, for sure. I think, and it's it's interesting how it kind of follows the uh, Trevor Belmont era, you know, complete with like Curse of Darkness stuff. Which, you know, I I have started and given up on Curse of Darkness twice. Like <laughs> honestly, not having played that far into it. Uh, just because ah, I was not enjoying even, you know, the, the, the maybe two hours or so that I played. Um, 
But, uh, uh, but yeah, I, it, it does make me want to, want to give it a, give it another shot. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, season three, I thought was kind of a disappointment. It doesn't, um, doesn't really set up anything that, I mean, it sets up a lot, actually, I should say, but it doesn't feel like it resolves anything that's important to the overarching plot. Like there's kind of a, it's kind of a subplot and a lot of stuff that feels like it's building up for, you know, a big finish for season four, but it, it, it just, it, it kind of feels like this interim story that doesn't amount to much mm -hmm. to me. Uh, I, I definitely thought it was it was a weaker season for sure. Well, I was I was very surprised that that I mean it's I mean it's spoiling it for people, but if we're just going to talk about it, like I was I was very surprised that that Dracula died at the end of of uh, season two. Mm -hmm. I was expecting you know the the time period of Castlevania three to last a little bit longer, uh, and I'm sure it does all the way through season. Uh, season three but I'm, I'm wondering if they're going to do like a big time skip so they can have I mean whoever's next I mean is Simon next the, uh, that, next you longer? know chronologically I'm not sure what the next appearance of, of the castle is yeah I mean I, I'm excited to see how they characterize like other like later Belmonts because in, in this it seemed like you know the whole the whole line of of his family had, had had been killed or died, and you know he's 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 kind of he's kind of a, a buffoon, but also <laughs> not. And you know, like now they they kind of reclaim that glory of you know of the, the family name. I'm wondering if it's gonna if like yeah, I mean, later you know, it's... be portrayed as like less. Uh, like just more capable. Yeah, I mean, it's it, it's it's interesting because uh, you know, obviously, season three does take place after a lot happens. So you know, the characterization of Trevor is maybe a little bit different, but he's still he's still Trevor. Um, but uh, yeah. did did you notice uh, when they went down into the Belmont Vault? Uh, there was there was a uh, there was a picture of uh, Leon no but I did like that they like they referred to him oh did they mention him by name yeah um but yeah it was cool to see that kind of thing I mean I was it, it was cool seeing the Symphony of the Night uh, Alucard like being portrayed because Alucard he wasn't portrayed like that in the original game but it was cool seeing that um mm -hmm. I really liked. I really liked how powerful the Morning Star was. Mm. I, I don't. I wish that they didn't call it the Morning Star. I mean, I get it why they did, but you know, like I always thought of it like like Vampire Killer is the whip. I, I imagined him calling the Morning Star a Vampire Killer. Mm. Anyways, I was getting way, way aside. I, we can talk about that more. Uh, there was there was a five dollars from uh, Craig Wan. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Saying, uh, "How is the virtual boy world, my dudes?" <laughs> I never thought about it. It's like we're we are in the uh, in the virtual world. 
Yeah. Uh, jokes aside, aside, next Halloween you should totally play one of the games in the Faith trilogy on stream and on Steam and stream it. I'm not, uh, I'm not familiar, familiar with, that. with that at all. Uh, I'll, I will look into it. I mean, I don't even know how I would go about streaming PC. Honestly. I mean, it's it's pretty easy for me because I've got my older PC uh, mm. just hooked up through um, uh, through one of my switchers, which goes into um, Splitter. But, but I, I can't pay, play anything too complicated because it's got like a something like a 2012 i5 in it. Mm. Well, uh, there's also 499 from uh, from Sanger, Sanger, 80, saying mm, wall meat, mm. like a. Uh, Big hunk of meat. That's the best image on there. This is the best. I think. I think the only thing that could possibly be better is like a wall <laughs> hamburger. You know. Uh, there's two. Uh, two. A. I mean, maybe two Australian. I don't know. From a. From a melodio. Melodio. Melo. Meliodin. Meliodin. <laughs> I butchered that. I'm sure. Saying, well, Konami ever make more Castlevania games? Uh, I hadn't even thought about it. I mean, the question is, will they pay someone to make another Castlevania yeah. game? I mean, I'd love to see M2 get that opportunity again, you know? Yeah. Or Way Forward. Yeah. Um, oh, Way Forward, that'd be great. Uh, there, there's 15 CHF from David Aaron. Thank you. I don't know what CHF is. That's, uh, that's Swiss, Swiss Franks. Swiss, yes. Saying Dracula's weakness is Swiss cheese. I mean, his uh, his 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 weakness for his diet, or his weakness in terms of <laughs> it will kill him. <laughs> it will literally kill him. I can maybe both probably. <laughs> uh, there was there is five dollars from Monty G. I, I sometimes call my my son that. <laughs> Monty G. Monty His name G. is Montgomery. So I sometimes call him Monty G. <laughs> uh, so does anyone else have fond memories of the original Alone in the Dark? Such a cool, creepy game in spite of its blocky uh, polygonal models. I and absolutely, actually, yeah. I, well, especially, specifically on the 3DO. I had a friend uh, that was really, really creeped out by the zombie that appears in the attic at the very beginning of the game and he could not play it like he would just like he would like freeze <laughs> and he never made it pass anywhere in the game because he would freeze on that part couldn't play it anymore uh there's a uh, two dollars from uh lucas prove Peruva, 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 I don't know what's going on with my pronunciations. I've, I've said that many, many times before, and I just like lost it tonight. Saying Kari, Cor, Corey and Tri are in the R zone. Um, uh, I think that I think is is that the name of a Virtual Boy game? I I think maybe. Or no, Red Alert be. is what I'm thinking of. The R zone. I'm 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 not familiar. The red zone. 
Uh, there's uh, five uh, reals from uh, Rafael Sardi. Thank you. Saying, uh, send it to the only Brazilian. Send it to the only Brazilian here on live. I really like the channel and don't miss a video. I just need translation and all. And all. I will. It's kind of annoying that they're getting rid of the the community translations feature, which is I don't know why they're doing that. They're saying, oh, not enough people use it, but so? there's some people that use it a lot, <laughs> and they should not get rid of it. It's not costing them anything to keep it. They're probably just afraid to have features that they don't keep up to date or something. I don't know. <laughs> uh, and then there was uh, two two more Canadian dollars from Vibe Mecca. Thank you. Saying, uh, what is the, the best 3D Castlevania? Uh, best 3D. Um, I mean, to be completely honest, I I liked Lords of Shadow for what it was. I, I thought it was a better God yeah, of War I, game I, than God of War 3. Yeah. Um, I, I, I agree. I agree. I, I liked it. I've not played the second one. But uh, the thing that I did not like about Lord of Shadow is just like, in between each chapter, oh yeah, Patrick Stewart just going on and on and on. It, it's it's so over he the was, top. He I was could not... not his role in that game was sadly not very good. Yeah, it was, it was definitely a waste. Yeah, and it just keeps on going. Uh, and you know, at the end of the the end of the game. It's it's an interesting. It's an interesting twist. Yeah. But I can't say that I really cared too much for it. I I was okay with it since it's it's, I mean it's honestly a completely separate canon. You know. It's, yeah. It's like it's like the Resident Evil movies. You know they 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 cannot fit in. They just can't be fit into uh, the game continuity. Uh, and so I was, I, I was okay with the twist. It was, but I mean, is it a Castlevania game? No, not really, but I did like it. Yeah. I, I wonder what two is like. Yeah. I, I've heard it's actually kind of, uh, uh, you know, one of our, one of our old backlog stream regulars, uh, said that it was, was, uh, her favorite, uh, like 3D Metroidvania style game. And I didn't know that it was more of a Metroidvania style compared to the first. So that, yeah, I, that, I, I that had no idea either. And that is one game that is backwards compatible on the Xbox One. It is, and I actually have uh, that version. Is that the, do I only have that version or do I have both versions? I, I may have gotten the PS3 version back in the day thinking I was going to play it soon and I never did. Uh, and then I think I picked up the 360 version when I heard it was backwards compatible because the first game is not a good performing game. At least not on PS. Oh yeah. Yeah. At least not on PS three. It's, it's, it's pretty choppy. Yeah. But no, I mean, I, I would say the best 3d Castlevania may be lament of innocence. I mean, it's not a high bar. Uh, I've not played that one. You know, surprisingly I've only played, 
uh, I play Curse of Darkness or, all the way through. I, I don't know why I'm saying Lament of Innocence like I'm for, forgetting the N64 ones. I, I do think the N64 ones are are better than the PlayStation 2 ones. Uh, I, I, I I actually think the N64 ones are quite good. You know, Our, our, our good friend John Lineman is, is, is a proponent of those as well. I'll have to... I mean, I should play Lament of Innocence. I've... I've wanted to but i've heard that it's just every room looks kind of the same yeah <laughs> that's the biggest problem with it really good music though i mean like the the music for the last area is incredible really oh yeah it's it's one of i mean it's one of the best tracks in the whole series it, the 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 title of that theme is actually lament of innocence <laughs> but it's it's like the last it's like the last area that leads up to the throne room and uh i it's it's actually rather surprising who the final boss is because i mean chronologically it is the first right so yeah yeah it's uh, well castlevania legend was originally it was originally the first yeah sonia belmont mm -hmm. Uh, we got five, five more dollars from yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. Thanks. <laughs> uh, asking, have you guys been following the PSX FPGA project? Looks like they have a decent amount of GPU work done already. Is that the one that's coming? It's being worked on for the Mister. Because yeah, I'm pretty excited about it. Yeah, I mean, it. I haven't been following it closely, but uh, I that that is a thing that is uh, certainly of great interest. Yeah, I just I saw that our I got an email today that our X stations are set to be shipped uh, either tomorrow or the next day. Oh, good. And on Prime Day, I went ahead and got a 512 gig micro SD. Same. And I thought I, I got it because I I wanted to make sure I had enough space for like anything that I would want, and I feel that that is not going to be an issue. I've put everything that I can think of that I want just off the top of my head, just like looking through lists and everything, and I still have more than half the cards. <laughs> I mean, did you load up with like full ROM sets of like US or Japan or anything? No, 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 no. I did not not full ROM sets. No. This or is this is one of the most interesting parts of the game. I mean, you have to consider this was a early Super Nintendo game and they yeah, I yeah. feel they just did such interesting things with the hardware. Um, you know, and and also use the sound chip in a very interesting way as well. Yeah. Uh, I I think I mean, it just it, has such a standout soundtrack. In a lot of ways I feel that the soundtrack in this is very it feels a lot like what many Capcom games would do during this generation. I mean, did you ever feel that way that a lot of the Capcom soundtracks on the Super Nintendo didn't have the same kind of energy that they did on, on the NES? I mean, I, it's something that I've, I've heard like, like you and John and Audi talk about a lot. Uh, and honestly, it, I, I never really thought of it that way. Do you just grab this again, or do I have to, like, wait it out? I always forget how this room works. Uh, I, I mean, 
I mean, okay. I, I like Capcom's. What'd you say? Uh, I said, go ahead. I mean, I like Capcom's Super Nintendo soundtracks, but I would also... I, I guess I, it never occurred to me to be disappointed in them, per se. Uh, but I... I, I always... I, I, I guess I would agree that their NES ones are a lot better. I mean... You know, like... Yeah. Cap... Capcom versus uh, Konami on NES. I mean, it'd be a it'd be a toss up, but I might give the edge to Capcom on Super Nintendo. I mean, it's I'd say it's no contest. It's, it's Konami. I don't know. It's it's hard to say. I mean, Capcom and Konami on on uh, on. Uh, SNES or on NES is very close. <laughs> very it's close. It's interesting because I think about uh, Capcom's soundtracks on the Super Nintendo, and I think the, the only one that's really, really memorable to me, at least off the top of my head, I'm probably missing some, but like Mega Man X is the only one I feel was really, really uh, yeah, I mean, and, and that that's definitely oh, the first one. I think. Yeah, but that's, that's different. That's more of an, that's an arcade soundtrack, and that's not one that is... I, you know, it was designed to be on the uh, on the Super Nintendo from the ground up. I think um, I think the Mega Man Seven soundtrack is extremely underrated. Really? Yeah, I, I mean, love I the Seven really... soundtrack. The the Cloud Man theme is so good. Yeah, Cloud yeah. Man's theme is is just incredible. But I think I think all the tracks in that game were really good, actually. Yeah. Uh, I, I, Demon's Crest has some great tracks in it for sure, but they all have that same feeling. Like same with Breath of Fire, but Breath of Fire and and, and uh, Demon's Crest have very similar sounding soundtracks. They, they they don't have like that same drive and energy as a lot of the, a lot of their soundtracks on the, um, on the NES had. That's kind of what I mean. I'm not saying that that the the soundtracks were bad. They just had a different feel overall. Uh, but Mega Man X soundtrack is is amazing. I mean, that's maybe one of my maybe my favorite soundtrack on the system. I mean, every single song is something that I Mega Man X. Yeah. Oh, uh, I mean, I I would. I mean, I, it's good, but I mean, there's a lot of oops. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of. Square and nin- Nintendo soundtracks, I would easily pick over Mega Man X. I mean, you know, Yoshi's Island, Final Fantasy VI, Chrono Trigger, Mario RPG. Yeah, I mean, it's just the same way. Like, like that's that's where I think our musical tastes diverge because I don't I mean until Mario Galaxy I never really felt that any of the like Mario music did much for me beyond like you know being something you would hear like just have like stuck in your head for a little bit I mean Mario music was never something that I would be I would say I'm just gonna I'm gonna listen to this outside of the game I mean I think Yoshi's Island is is definitely a, a big jump over 
over like you know the normal Mario games uh, in terms of the compositions. I mean, I, I agree to some extent uh, that the you know the main Mario series games the music is maybe not amazing, um, uh, but. Um, uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, Galaxy, I mean, we, we've definitely, we're definitely in a great era of, of Mario music now, but I mean, I mean, think of all those RPGs on Super Nintendo, and then, like, you know, you've got uh, Yoko Shimomura doing Mario RPG, I mean, that's, that's, that's kind of an, uh, Whole category of its own in terms even of just going back to it recently it's just like just not something that i feel like a lot of connection to listening to outside of the game uh anyways we, we there's several donations we gotta gotta catch up on here as, uh, uh so there was five dollars from john perry g thank, thank you. you saying uh i had i had a strange feeling you guys would eventually move to eight i'll miss the first hour it's okay though i'll, I'll always ask what i missed Did, yeah uh... i don't think it's gonna i mean it's not going to be, it's, it's not like we're like, like one hour is not that much. No. And it's really not. it's, it's, I mean, the, the plus side too is, you know, we have, this is officially making the streams longer. I mean, that was never officially supposed to be till like midnight. Right. Or whatever, For know? a long time, it was basically just like nine to 11. Yeah. And it just, oh, we just kept pushing it further because we could. Yeah. Uh, there was 4.99 from Gaming Blows saying it's my anniversary at, and I'm at a BMB, so I can't watch the stream. But secretly, just popping in while I pee to toss down five dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Later, boys. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> He's it's probably long like, gone now. <laughs> yeah, long gone. Long, long since finished with being. <laughs> uh, there is five dollars from uh, EB Chill too. Thank you. Saying hope you guys have a safe and happy Halloween. Uh, thank you. It's it's. I think it's gonna be gonna be interesting. Uh, the the new neighborhood. You know, it's gonna be kind of weird the way that everything is. But it seems like they have a lot of different activities uh, going on. That are like safe and everything for the kids mm-hmm. and the parents. Uh, but my son <laughs> got one of those blow-up T-Rex costumes. It has it has like a has a fan inside of it to make it really really big. It's funny because I showed it to Eight uh, Bit Duke a couple of days ago, and he's like, "Wait, they make these for kids?" <laughs> You know, thinking because you always see videos online of people like running around in these T Rex costumes, and, like falling over and everything, and uh, it's kind of awesome. It's kind of awesome. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm actually pretty excited. Uh, um, uh, you know, last last Halloween, uh, Drum and Lynn and I played Man of Madame. Mm-hmm. Which was the first of that, you know, sort of anthology from the Until Dawn right. developers. Uh, and it, it was it was okay, not necessarily, I think, the right genre of horror for a um, 
for a uh, horror game uh, necessarily, but uh, this year, the day before Halloween, uh, Little Hope, which is the second game uh, in that series, is coming out. And so uh, we're going to play that on, uh, on Halloween this year. Should be cool. Yeah. So that'll be next Saturday night over on Backloggery, if anybody yep. here wants to come to right. that. Um, uh, there, there's $5 from uh, Vanessa saying, uh, um, Street Fighter 2, in terms of the uh, soundtrack discussion, and I, I totally agree, but I mean, I think of it as an arcade soundtrack. It's not something that was, that was uh, built to take advantage of the Super Nintendo sound chip from the start. I do love the Super Nintendo version of Street Fighter 2 music. With all of its brass uh, instruments in there. Um, and five Canadian dollars from Vibe Mecca. Thank you. Saying, any thoughts on the RetroPad 32? I, I now mainly use a, a digital PS1 controller for SNES and PS1 analog control for Dreamcast and GameCube. I'm not familiar with the RetroPad 32 is. I don't know. I'll look it up right now. I do like the good old digital PS1 controller a lot, though. Oh, oh, okay. This is like the USB. Is this a thing that I think it was featured in an episode of, um, of GameSack? It's like a little box that connects via USB. Oh, is it like... And you can swap out all the different controllers to it. It, is it, it, it looks kind of awesome. Is like, it like one of those Brook things? No, no, this is like... This is like a separate thing. Oh, okay. Uh, but it looks like it's like in a metal case. And it has a USB on one end and then a... A dongle. Uh, or like a DB15. Not DB15. Yeah, DB15, you can connect like a, a Neo Geo controller style. But it, you can connect different dongles to that. Okay. It's fun to say dongles as many times as I could. <laughs> I'm seeing all these great soundtracks. Most of the people are saying. Uh, I mean, there's, there's a lot of good. I mean, so many good soundtracks. And, you know, people are saying. Uh, you know, Secret of Mana, Final Fantasy VI, and yes, I agree that those are all like timeless uh, soundtracks. But there's something about the the driving force of just about every single track in Mega Man X. I feel might be definitely in the top three on this on the system to me. Um, and there was uh, five euros from Indie Gotcha. Thank you. Saying, uh, how is the teased video on adjusting geometry of your TV that you mentioned way back in your 240p test seat coming along? Uh, there's a bunch of stuff shot for it. Uh, Try shot a bunch of stuff with Steve. And, you, you know, it, it'd actually be good because if you're going and he's going to be working on your 2005, you can shoot a bit more with it. Yeah, maybe. Depends on how, how, how that works out. But, yeah. Yeah. He's actually been working on my Commodore this week. Mm-hmm. Um... Uh, it, the, the main reason he needed to work on it was because the uh, the tube was like loose in the case, but otherwise it was in like immaculate condition, uh, mm -hmm. externally at least. 
Um, and he checked out inside. He said it is just pristine. He said, I mean, all the caps look great. He wouldn't recommend changing the caps yet. Uh, you know, even though, as he said, it's it's a few months older than he is. <laughs> it's a it's a 1983 model, uh, and uh, uh, yeah. So he he got he got he sort of was able to use this epoxy to get all all the plastic parts like they broken like back together. And he said that, you know, that, that epoxy is supposed to be like 200 times stronger than plastic or something. <laughs> so uh, apparently it's it's great. And, you know, the, he was just gushing about how good the picture on it looks. Uh, and it it really does look good. Uh, even even composite on it looks is maybe the best looking composite I've seen. Uh I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'd have to compare it to a PVM, but there there is a a certain quality to the screen that uh, lends itself really well to composite. Uh, we got uh, five dollars from For Love of the Game saying Genesis soundtracks better than uh, SNES tin can sounding music, percussion not included. Uh, yeah, is is Hattori uh, Hanzo. The second is way ahead of me and saying, as long as it's not gems, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, I would go as far as to say that I've, I've never, I don't think I've ever heard a gem soundtrack that I liked. Uh, and really, I think that when people think of the Genesis music not being great, they're they're, they're thinking of gems music because it was so prevalent in the, the second half of its lifespan. And well, why don't you explain what that what, what, is for people what, who don't know? Uh, gems, like, what is it? Like the, uh, I don't remember what it stands for. Probably. When people say that that the Genesis soundtrack sounds like farts, they're thinking of Genesis. So Gems stands for Genesis Editor for Music and Sound Effects. Uh, it's a... It's the sound driver for the Mega Drive, for the Sega Mega Drive. And uh, it is not great. What are, what are some common examples of games that use it? Got like basically everything like from the second half. Like mostly American games though, right? Yeah, I mean, it just like... Um, <laughs> I wonder if did Alien Storm use it? I don't think so. Okay, so here's the list. I'm looking at a big list. Uh, I, mean, I always think of like like Batman Returns as being like such a bad mm. soundtrack. Uh, X the X Men games uh, have really really bad soundtracks. But you know, I don't know. I feel like it's it's popular these days to say that the Super Nintendo sound chip has no character, and I I very much disagree. But I I I have I have come to really appreciate Genesis music as well. Uh, it definitely has a more. Um, I mean, it's you know, it's a more synthetic sound, which is you know, for, for video games, totally appropriate and 
a lot of people did some amazing, amazing things with it. Um, but I, you know, to just say just because Genesis sounds amazing uh, means that the Super Nintendo has no character, uh, I think uh, <laughs> is very much untrue. And I still think that uh, Super Nintendo sounds like video game music uh, in, a, in, a, in a good way. Uh, and I, I think this game is a, is a fantastic example of the sound chip being used in a unique way because it's very atmospheric. Um, this in particular, I, I don't really think sounds like uh, like typical game music. It's uh, especially for its time. Um, yeah, just very, very atmospheric, very different. Yeah, I mean, you just look at all the stuff like from the early years of the Genesis before everyone started using and it, it looks like it was mainly like uh, Western developers are the ones that use gems. Yeah, that's the impression I've looking, been looking at the at the list here. Um, further, I think promoting the idea, at least to me and like a lot of my friends that uh, Western games were generally not considered to be that great during those years. Yeah, I mean, especially on, especially true, on, I mean, there's a lot of PC games that people. Right. Play. I mean, consoles. I think. Yeah. I mean, J Japan was just dominating on console game design. Right. I mean, not to say there are no good Western console games, and and definitely, I I think Europe, Europe, I think was way ahead of of America. On, on console development at that time as well. Like, I mean, honestly, it wasn't until like early 2000s that I started being all that interested in more than a small handful of American games, to be quite honest. Mm -hmm. uh, like, you know, mostly because I, I was not into PC gaming, so I wasn't really exposed to, you know, the one area where American game development was in a pretty good spot. Uh, there's five dollars from uh, Nicholas DeLeon. Thank you. Saying I don't know if it it's my favorite soundtrack, but I really like Snatcher's music. You don't hear jazz too often in games. Uh, the soundtrack in Snatcher is great. the The opening music is is amazing. I mean, I I vividly remember the first time playing that and hearing that music come in for the first time, and you see the fire uh, coming out of the the, the, the smokestacks and the rest of the city fades in you got to play that game i know you really really got to play it i know i mean i remember getting that from electronics boutique i i had it pre-ordered and uh before before was... kojima was cool <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i mean i think about it because I, I saw it in so many game magazines at the time i would see that picture of uh, the guy with his head twisted off man this room is uh giving me some trouble just got game over but it is you you really got to play it i mean you could you could easily easily finish it in a weekend oh i'm sure uh when i when i send you this this mega everdrive pro that'd be your that can be a good time to do it mm. Oh, two dollars from Aaron Welsh saying Snatcher stream, do it, do it now. You streamed a yeah, but little I don't, Snatcher. I don't, I don't want to try to experience it that way. I mean, there's yeah. a lot of 
That, that's that's a game you gotta pay attention to. Yeah. Story story uh, driven story driven time. games. I, I I really can't stream unless you know I already know the story. You know. Right. Right. Um. I mean. I, I, it's, it's to, I don't think Toe Jam and Earl is, is a gem soundtrack. Well, uh, yeah, I guess it is. So Toe Jam and Earl and Toe Jam Earl uh, 2 are both uh, gem soundtracks. Well, those are great soundtracks. I mean, I guess I guess they're all right. I, I enjoy it. Uh, David Robinson's David Robinson's Supreme Court is a gem game. I'm uh, not familiar but, with that. <laughs> and, and I, I would not expect you to be. And you know, like I'm barely familiar with it. So it's just an isometric basketball game. Okay. Uh, there's uh, two dollars from from Ethereal Warrior. Thank you. Saying uh, first night hit the floor floor bricks for a secret. The first night. I assume I haven't been watching the stream in a while. I've been looking at gem soundtracks. <laughs> so just so you know, if you when if you die and you start over, the first night hit the floor bricks for a secret. First night? I don't I don't know I don't know what first first night means. <laughs> oh 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 like like a K N I G H T. Yes. Ah okay. I was I was hearing that as 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 night without a K. It sounds like a hint that you would see in, like, see in Zelda or something. Or, or, First night. or more, more like a, like a demon souls. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, I, I kind of on the, on the, on the talk about Zelda, I'll, I'll answer these other questions, these other questions in a minute. But it's just so funny because, uh, so my, my son has a, has a friend from school and he, uh, was over here a couple months ago, and I don't know what you're talking about. Like somehow, he had played Zelda Breath of the Wild, and he's like, "I've I played it so much, I think I'm close to the end." And I'm like, "Oh, did you like where are you at?" And he's like, I, "He told me something." I'm like, "Oh, wait, you haven't you haven't gotten the glider yet?" <laughs> well that 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 reminds me of uh tony mora's story when he was playing that with his kid right when it came yeah. out well yesterday so he went over to his house yesterday and i picked him up and he's and he said i got the glider and now i've gone i've gone up my i went up the second tower i think i'm close to the end <laughs> like i don't know I don't know. <laughs> oh, he said right there, first night. These guys hit the floor and uh, there's two dollars from Warren Hope saying uh, thoughts oh, on MSU one SNES games, maybe for a stream. I almost I tried to talk trying to playing an MSU one uh, version of this. version of this. Yeah, I mean, I I just I I love the music in this so much that I. I feel like it's so essential to the character of the game. I just can't imagine. I mean, I, you know, I mean, I, I love MS, the idea of MSU stuff, but like, I'm just, 
I'm such a purist, you know? I just like playing games the way they are supposed to be. <laughs> I mean, it's if, if it's something you play a lot, I think it's worth experiencing the other ones, the other soundtracks and stuff. Sure, but you know, I don't I don't get to play this every day. Mm hmm Yeah, I could play it every day if I wanted, I guess. <laughs> now why am I not uh, getting rid of this? That's from uh, uh, Andrew Edens saying try please play Snatcher, it's so good. Oh I I mean I'll, I'll I will play it some someday in the next forty years. <laughs> Promise. I you should you should make it a point just like in January, spend a weekend playing it. If you play that, and I'll, I'll play Police Knots at the same time. Hmm. <sighs> All right. Man, I am doing bad on this level. Um. Shinobi 3 Whirlwind is better than most SNES crap. I, I think that the Revenge of Shinobi soundtrack is better than, than Shinobi 3. I think Shinobi 3 is good. And I think that Revenge of Shinobi is the masterpiece. I mean, Revenge of Shinobi is good. Both in music and gameplay. Revenge of Shinobi's good, but I, I do think I do think three is a better better game. Saying go back. Yeah, Artinio in here. Oh. He's talking about Genesis music. Uh, he should uh, post a link to his his uh, streams that he does, where just he plays game music for like hours. And sometimes he'll play the game. Sometimes he'll just like let it go. <laughs> it was pretty cool. awesome. I was I was just uh, talking with Artemio because he was you know something that I I had completely missed. Uh, and were you aware of the, the YUV palette for PC Engine? No, no. I mean, it, 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 it kind of blew, my, blew my mind. Either. So this is something that's been implemented into Mr. Uh, the Artemio, uh, Risha, uh, several other people. I forget all who was involved. Um, uh, were working on translating the 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 colors that you get with composite video from a PC engine and, and uh, putting those back into an RGB format. Uh, because um, something I didn't know is that uh, the, the PC engine, I guess, internally determines uh, the RGB values. It's not just like going through like a a generic encoder, I guess, uh, as mm -hmm. far as I understand. Like, it's actually, um, uh, you know, done internally. There are, are you know, va YUV values for it. And some of these, these colors uh, 
like either look completely identical to one another or the difference is so small that you can just barely see the contrast. And there's, there's some really good examples where, uh, you know, there's this one RPG startling Odyssey two, where, you know, near the beginning of the game, you can get into a battle sequence uh, and the battle background, like has one less band of color in the sky on RGB because like the, the it's two different values in the YUV palette, but in the RGB palette, they're just the same color or, mm -hmm. or so close. You can't even tell the difference. Uh, and so they were working on making a new palette based on that. Cause there are many examples where, um, uh, you, you just can't see the difference. And, uh, that, that just blew my mind that like, here's like something that like people weren't even paying attention to of, you know, a major video game system, uh, that like, I, I mean, I just think it's, I think it's really interesting that it took this long for that to happen. I actually added a little bit to analog frontiers part three, just to, to give an illustration of, you know, uh, people sort of misunderstand, I think where emulation is, is at. It's, it's very, very far along, but it, there's still work to be done, you know? Uh, and what I thought was so disappointing was, um, Artemio was saying that, you know, they, they tried reaching out to emulator developers, but they haven't heard back yet. It's like, that, this sounds kind of important to me. Like, yeah, like this needs to, this needs to be implemented. Uh, I did want to mention, I got a, uh, I got a message from our good friend, Henry Clark. I'm not sure if he's still in the chat or not, but the, the most recent poll went up for the, the November, 2020, uh, my life in gaming discord, uh, game club. What are the choices? The choices are DuckTales and DuckTales Remastered. Ooh. Oh, oh, Lunar the Silver Star. Oh, if I if I get my uh, if I get my PS One, uh, if I if I get my PS One uh, back from Dan, uh, should yeah, with because uh, I'm I'm trying to hold off on, like I, I I promised myself I said you know what well as soon as I get that PS One digital, uh, I'm I'm going to treat myself to playing Lunar One and Two back to back. <laughs> and uh so uh yeah if if uh if i have time between working on analog uh frontiers part three <laughs> uh i will uh i will absolutely uh join in that if it's picked i might even if it's not picked what what else is there <laughs> Uh, there's Burnout 3 Takedown. Hmm. I, I really need to get an, another Burnout game. Yeah, it's, I mean, Burnout 3, like, Burnout 3 and Burnout Revenge, I always thought were considered the best ones, but maybe not. Yeah, I mean, I, I had, I think it was Burnout 2. I think I had the GameCube version back in the day, and I, I liked it. But, you know, it was just one of those things I, I you know sold eventually but I, I i did like it and I'd, I'd like to get another one sometime and uh the last is uh hades 
which a lot of, I've seen a lot of people talking about, but I it's one of those randomly generated roguelikes. Yeah. I mean, it, it sounds like? it, it sounds like it's got good ideas for a roguelike. I mean, you know, not not really my genre, but it, it does sound cool. Uh, you know, I, I'm sure it's going to get a physical copy, and I'll I'll probably get that. But like, the, the, I, I I was hearing this pretty long. <laughs> like, apparently, a whole lot continues uh, on from run to run which sounds nice uh but i mean i like i mean playing you know i i have no idea how many hours worth of attempts that a roguelike just does not really does not really speak to me i mean it's obviously it's, a, it's an extremely popular genre but it's just it's not i it, I, I like the ideas behind roguelikes but the the randomization loses me yeah. Like I, if if I mean I, I understand There's the person that makes me want to play a game less than the words procedurally generated. Right. I mean, the I, I understand where it's. I mean, I, I think it comes from two places. One, uh, it's in some respects I would say easier for the developers, um, mm. and and two, um, you know, replayability. You know, it's different every time, but. In, in my opinion, it's never as good one time <laughs> as it could have been the one really finely crafted time, you know? Yeah. Uh, and two, like, I just like getting to know a game. I like getting to learn my way through it. And I would have no problem taking the ideas of a roguelike and then just reapplying those, taking what you learn... Uh, and applying it to another run and, you know, a designed world, uh, which is very much what it's like to play, you know, NES game, Genesis game, whatever, with limited continues, right? Like, yeah, to me, that's not so different. And I, I, I love, you know, having to try it multiple times because it, it helps me become familiar with the game and, and I get a lot of satisfaction out of feeling like I have kind of come to know the game, you know? And that's just not there with I, I, I think I think they're very much I think I think you have to have a programmer's mind, I think, to really appreciate what they're going for. I, I see them as being very programmery games. If that makes sense. I think I think it's a kind of kind of mind that it appeals to. I don't know. Maybe I'm off base there, but uh, uh there's a few donations. There was a there's a five Canadian dollars from Vibe Mecca saying you. uh which video game ninja could would make the most effective food delivery courier. I wanna say I've had some time to think about it. Oh okay. This was a while ago and I I, I think that I think I'd probably pick Prakatsuma from the um, from the the Shinobi reboot on the PS2. Is that the, the main character in that? Yeah. Um, he's pretty fast. He's he's pretty fast. He can run on walls and he can stop. You know, he doesn't need to be constantly moving to run on walls. Uh, also, 
you know, if he doesn't keep on moving, then his you could say that like his sword uh, is going to kill him, because that's what happens if, if it doesn't if he does if he doesn't kill any ninjas or kill anybody, give give his his sword blood to feast upon, it kills him. <laughs> uh, and also, I mean, his name is Hatsuma, so it's like. Hatsuma gets gets it there while it's still hot. <laughs> uh, I mean, if if we weren't limited to ninjas, I think the I think the the semi the semi uh, topical answer to that is uh, you know Sam Porter Bridges from Death Stranding. You know, I mean he he literally does deliver pizza in that game. Unless he's too busy emptying his full bursting bladder of monster energy drink <laughs> off a sheer cliff. <laughs> that, that is also true. <laughs> uh, but I mean, your 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 answer uh, seems to be so well formed on on the best uh, pizza delivery for a ninja that I don't I don't know if I got I don't know if I got another answer for you. Maybe the guy from the messenger. You can travel through time. Oh, well, I, I still uh, need to play that. There's $5 from uh, Ethereal Warrior saying there are three secret rooms in this game. I've been able to find two, and I think the third is a legend. Oh. Intriguing. I, 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 I love love a good, uh, a good uh, classic game legend. I, I kind of love uh, these guys that that bop you over the head. Like, yeah. I don't know, they're so stupid, but I, I kind of. Yeah, you think he just he just waits there for eventually for somebody to come you know? along? And, and like and like he could just barely hold it in. He's like, oh my gosh, someone's coming! So he's like raising his hand. He's like he's like freaking out. Like this is finally his chance. He's like he's been waiting his whole. He's like boop. His, his whole <laughs> afterlife for this moment. <laughs> Uh, there's also $2 from Warren Hokey asking, uh, since it's fall, any hope for random hats? Mm. Uh, maybe. I mean, I was also thinking about, like, I could get, get some of my old rock band wigs out. <laughs> That'd be fun, too. How, how did you come to, uh, come by to own, uh, rock band wigs? <laughs> well, they're just wigs. They were from... I feel like I was working as a production assistant on something, and they were done. Like the shoot was completely like done, and it was like they gave away all kinds of like stuff in the wardrobe, and there was all these wigs in there. I mean, hey, who knows what you might need some wigs for? I'd take them too. Why not? Yeah, well, you know, they're perfect for. Uh, for playing rock band. They were at the time, at least. Yeah, I, I'm surprised that... It's it's funny, we were just talking about how, uh, you know, speaking of uh, GT Beakerman saying, sure it would be nice if Limited Run could hurry up with Panzer Dragoon. And it's just really funny because... I, I have like a lot of orders in with limited run, but I've been I've gotten into this rhythm where I basically 
wait until like the last possible day that something I want is available, and I will stack, I will put it into a big order with everything else that I want that is currently available. Yeah, I mean because, because the, their shipping's this, not cheap, you know. <laughs> I've only got one shipment all year out of everything, and finally, uh, the the way forward stuff that I ordered ordered back <laughs> in in January finally shipped which will be my second one I've only gotten one other order which was like a real mist in streets of rage 4 yeah, I have and not have... gotten many either I mean mostly stuff that like there were you know there since they do so much switch stuff nowadays almost everything is open pre-order so right yeah so I have I, not gotten that ma- that much stuff either but yeah it's because it's because all this stuff is bundled together I mean I, I used to just like order stuff but I mean man you know the shipping adds up so it does save you a lot when you can bundle them together yeah I'm, I'm glad my way forward stuff is is about to is about to ship i've gotten a few things this year but not not much i mean i've ordered a lot but only my only the, the second order that i will have received when it arrived but I, I forget what all is with it but there's there's one order where everything is ready but it's being held up by the the, the checks quest big box, which is like one of the very few big boxes I would even consider like the, the very few like PC games that I would really consider getting anything for. I just I was like, oh, checks quest. That, why yeah. not checks quest? But now I'm kind of like, oh, I wish I had those games. <laughs> um. There's uh, five dollars from Jonathan Hinson. Thank you. Saying, uh, performing, uh, performing a server migration at work, and had a moment to stop and see what you guys are playing. Hate missing the stream tonight. Mm. You always watch the archive. Yeah. At least there's that. I see Mellow Gaming is asking, did anyone else order the Ikaruga soundtrack from Data Discs yesterday? And uh, I did. I did. I had, I had not bought any video game soundtrack vinyl in a. In quite a long time, I guess the last thing I bought was the Ease 1 and 2 that I got from uh, Streaming Arrow. But other than that, I haven't gotten anything from Data Discs or Data Discs in a long time. But I saw the Ikaruga and I was like, I gotta do this. And I didn't even go for the, the black and white LE. I just really liked just like getting the pure white vinyl of it. Uh, so yeah, I I ordered that yesterday. I just I just couldn't say I couldn't say no to that. Uh, but the, what's interesting is the Ease One and Two that I ordered a long time ago. I guess those are like they're really sought after right now, and I didn't realize that they. I think maybe a lot of people just missed that they were even uh, available. As as for Ikaruga, yeah, I mean I've I've always just said Ikaruga. How it's always been, you know, like how I've always pronounced it. So when it when I when I say it, that's usually how I just. It's it's out. not a word that you say out loud very often, you know. Yeah. You, 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 not a lot of chances to get practiced with it. Uh, but I guess those these soundtracks are very hard to get. Mm. They did. They had. They had some that they were uh, like made available to people, like after the fact, like they had some extra ones or something. And I guess they like sold real quick. 
Oh yeah, they missed a chance to make it black on one side and white on the other. I, I have no idea that they would be able to do that though. But it, it is a great soundtrack, and it's, it's something that you would not. You said I don't remember any music from this game. Well, I've I've I mean I not remember like I mean I I I'm not I'm not even sure if I've ever played it. I mean I've seen it streamed, but. You know, the, the physical Switch version finally shipped. Yeah. And um, it, it's, it sucks, like, having, like, ordering from... Nicholas, of all, yeah. of all companies, yeah. But it's... I mean, it is the version that's available, or was yeah. available, at least. I wish if there was a version that didn't come with, like, a big model of the ship. Like a big... Oh, is that why it's so... I didn't even know why it was so expensive. Yeah, because it comes with this a model of the ship, and, I mean, I have no idea... I, I honestly didn't even... Big it will be, but Oops. Come on. If it's, if it's tiny, that'll be nice, but... I, I honestly didn't even know that. Like, I I just... I knew... I, I, I was like, why is it $70? But whatever, I guess... If this is the only version there is, then I guess I gotta get it. Yeah. I mean, it's... You know, it's definitely not my prime genre, but I mean, being a treasure game, I mean, plus I know that it, it does that thing where you earn uh, continues. Yes, that's that's one of my favorite uh, progression, uh, you know, gameplay progression methods that a lot of treasure games have, where for every hour that you play of the game, you earn an extra credit for your next one and which which is, is a great way to just keep you playing and eventually your skill and the amount of credits that you have available to you after getting to that point will, will meet in the middle yeah uh gradius 5 did that as well Yeah, I mean, everything is, it seems like with all these limited, or these, uh, you know, like ordering from these physical copy companies and stuff like that, like the, the wait time on everything is, is so extended now that I, it doesn't even register with me anymore. <laughs> I didn't, I, after I order it, I just like, I forget about it for, like, you know, like, <laughs> like, and months, I guess. It's it's rare that the package shows up though, and I wasn't like, like, so, so, there have been a couple of times where I've just been like, I apparently wasn't paying attention at all and didn't notice like a notification that something shipped. But it's always fun when you do just like have no idea, and it's like, oh, this. yeah. Once again, it's, it's like the the old days when. You didn't know a game was coming out. Yeah, I think it, I think Streets of Rage Four is one of the games that's being held up by that Chex Quest box. Like yeah, there, there's several things there just ready to go. But yeah, so did, are you gonna? Did you order the limited edition of the Fire Emblem? No, I mean, I guess it sold out super quick, which makes sense. But I mean, if it, it's just it's so annoying. It's just a code download box. code. And the actual game is only like $6. Yeah. 
Mm. It's interesting that it's not Virtual Console, though. Um, uh, or, or not, not Nintendo Switch Online, I mean. Um, but, I mean, I, I'm not that interested in playing the original Fire Emblem, to be honest. Like, if if I, you know, I, I was really bored by Shadow Dragon on the DS. I didn't finish it. Um, if I, this will probably be a lot more interesting than that. I mean, I'm going to buy it. I mean, especially since... You know, a lot of people are annoyed. Oh, it's for a limited time. Yeah, I, I mean, I might get it. I'm, I'm kind of undecided. I feel like if I ever do play that game, like it will probably be like the, the, the Super Famicom game that has like, that includes like the original campaign. I don't know how, how much the same it is, but um, that, that, that's probably how I would, how I would play it anyway. Oops. Yeah, I mean, we both got our Xeno Crisis from, uh, for the Switch from Strictly Limited, I think it was. This oh, week. yeah, yep. Yep, that came. And I, I feel like we ordered that last year, too, or maybe early in the year. I don't know. Um, see, GT, GT Beakerman is saying anyone else buy the Total Plan Collector's Edition of Shooters? And I thought about it for a second, then I realized that I have all the games except for Zero Wing already. So there's no reason for me to to do it. Although, I mean, Zero Wing Wing is a good it's a good one to get. Maybe I will will buy. I wish that they didn't come in like these bright colored cartridges. I I love these upside down skeletons too. They're just. <laughs> But yeah, the Fire Emblem release is is cool. But I mean, I, I mean, I, I will buy it, but I have no idea. No, you still haven't even played a Fire Emblem game, and that's probably yeah. But I mean, I, if it's only going to be available for a certain amount of time, yeah, like maybe it's a good place for me to start then. I I have a feeling that it would be pretty archaic. Well, I, mean, they, I don't I, I don't even think I don't even think they adding, the, they're adding stuff to it. I think they they did I what I. You know, the one, one thing that I don't remember if the original Fire Emblem is this way or if this is just like Advance War or like Famicom Wars, but like you don't even see like the range of movement when you select your unit. Like you, they just, they can only move so far, but like you, you have to like know how far they can move and move them that much. Like it doesn't actually show you. I don't, I don't remember if Fire Emblem was that way, but I'm pretty sure Famicom Wars is that way. Yeah, like I say, I'm just not that interested because I, if, if I'm going to play that game, it's probably going to be Famicom version anyway. I, I need to look at the trailer again. There was, um, some screenshots i think on the best buy listing mm -hmm. and uh they, they had some had some some bad scaling there was, it was definitely some non in, non integer action we got uh we got 49.99 
from Insurrection ah, Industries. Howdy, Matt. <laughs> Thank you. And <laughs> this is totally still the best Castlevania game for game for for Buck. I mean, I mean X on Sega CD or SNES, Bloodlines, Aria, uh, Symphony of the Night are all 100 plus these days. I okay, best for 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 an affordable for, 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 price for, for the money. Yeah. Yes. This is, uh, this is the best for the the buck. This I, is banned for, banned I, for the buck channel. I, I I can't believe the the Game Boy Advance games got so expensive. What are, I mean I I, I or or the DS games. I mean I, I I don't know if all of them are, but like I mean they're. I mean it's it's amazing to me they got expensive. But yeah, this is this is such such a good game and such a great introduction to the series. I feel. Oh, I'm almost out of time. Huh. Can I get to the next room? Wow, so Portrait of the Ruin is that expensive. I got a Portrait of the Ruin, Ruin pretty late, but uh, I bought all three of the, the DS ones like, pretty, like not even that long ago. And the Portrait of the Ruin I got was, was fairly cheap and it was sealed. Ecclesia is stupid expensive. That's it's so crazy to me because I mean those games were coming out so you know I mean you you would have thought they were popular as as much as they kept doing them. Well, speaking of stupid expensive, you found out how stupid expensive Monster Boy is. Oh yeah 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 because what's what's interesting is that uh, you know I, I I bought the physical version on Switch. And you know we we had a review copy that this technically on your account, but you're, you're we've linked your account to my my Xbox. Um, but we we when we when we played through it like pre-release, uh, we uh, um, we play it on Xbox, but there's no physical copy for Xbox. Um, and you know, I, I thought, well, you know, switch version, that, that'll be enough. But what I, I never would have guessed, uh, of all games, Monster Boy and the Cursed Kingdom on Xbox Series X and S, I guess, and PlayStation 5, uh, is going to have a 120 Hertz mode. So now it's kind of like, oh. Like now I, I see that there could have actually been value in having the PS4 version, but at least I'll get, you know, once we link your account to my series X, then yeah, then you can play it that way. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, that was just a game that I liked it so much that I bought both the, the switch and the PS4 version at the same time, because at that point we'd only played the Xbox version that we got a little bit early and I didn't know which one is going to be was going to run better, so I just ended up ordering both just in case. And then it turned out that I liked it so much that I just like ended up keeping both of them. Because generally, you know, with with two D games on the on the Switch, I expect them to run like pretty much pretty good but i mean there's times where like they don't yeah yes you, you just never know if things will might not run it as good on the switch but i i do if if it does run it 
60 frames per second, I generally prefer the Switch version because it gives me, you know, you have the option to play it handheld. Uh, you have the option to play it with the, the SNES controller, you know? Yeah. Wow, Golden, Golden Cane says uh, Monster Boy was so good, but it, but God, did it look bad. I thought it looked, I thought the graphics were gorgeous in it. Really? Yeah, I, I would. I mean, I, I think I've heard some people similarly say they, they didn't like the art style, but I mean, it's 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 a different art style from like the Dragon's Trap. Um, yeah. Um, which, I, I personally think it's a lot better than the Dragon Trap's art style. I, I think Dragon Trap is more artistic, I guess. Yeah. It's more artsy. Uh, but I, I, I think, I think it's, it's beautifully animated, uh, Monster Boy. Uh, but I, I mean, love the music in Monster Boy. I mean, it's, it's darn near close to my game of the generation. (laughs) I, I, I think it's probably it's probably at this point we, we, we need to admit to ourselves we're probably not making that best games of the generation video not two weeks I mean yeah I mean I mean the, the reality is like even if you are editing it I mean it would still take so much of my time yeah. away from analog frontiers that it just it wouldn't be worth it, you know? Yeah. I mean, that that's, you know, that that's why Analog Frontiers Part 3 is taking so long is because it's, you know, the, the IPS video and then even the Mario 64 video, you know, it just, it took up so much of my time. Hmm. I would love to do that video, but I mean, it could be like just straight like gameplay pretty much. I know, but it still takes, you know, it still takes a good bit of time to get enough, you know? I remember the first time I played through this game, this, this level was a bit of a, this level was a bit of a roadblock for a little while. Yeah, yeah, this is... It'll be interesting to see how much trouble it gives me tonight. I'll be right back. I gotta use the bathroom. Okay. I don't remember what was about this level. Like, I mean, a combination of being difficult, boss, I don't remember what the boss is. Can't remember if this might be the last level before it kind of gets boss rushy. Like, I, like you, you fight, they're new bosses, but there's like a series of bosses where you have very short checkpoints between them. So you don't have to get through like a massive level when you game over. 
too late to jump up there, I guess. screen. There you go. Man, this game really is so good, though. I mean, I, I just, I don't know, I don't know what it is. Like, I, I do feel like by every objective measure, Rondo is the best, but Something about the NES and SNES. I mean, Dracula X, obviously not the most amazing, but this one is what I mean. And of course, Bloodlines is great too. I need to beat Bloodlines again. I've only played Bloodlines to completion one time. chatting much while, uh, while Corey's away. I'm not, not as good at paying attention to the chat when I'm not, uh, <laughs> when I'm playing a game. <laughs> I mean, not that I'm, I'm not that I'm all that, uh, not that I'm all that good at it, uh, even when I'm not playing. <laughs> but when we, were, when we were talking about, oh, I will add donation in just a second. When we were talking about Monster Boy, though, uh, it's like, it's really expensive. Now yeah, I, I mean, I was looking at the PS4 version. It's like 150. What, what about the Switch version? Um, I have no idea how much the Switch version is. I, I'm assuming that it's very similar. Yeah, probably, if not more but so. It's funny because I was at the I was at the uh, at the library today, <laughs> and they had a copy of Monster Boy. Oh yeah. To to sign out, and I'm like, I wonder how much they would charge me if if I signed it out and then they. And I said I lost it. <laughs> it might be I mean, cheaper. <laughs> yeah, well, no, it probably it would be. I'm guessing. I bet it'd be like fifty dollars they probably charge. Um, but uh, I'll, I'll tell you about my other my other like library, my my helpful helpful hint 
uh, for if you're going to like a local library. Uh, after I read this, this uh, five dollar donation, thank you from uh, E B Chill too. Thank you. Are there any RGB masterclass videos in the works? My 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 beautiful anti gamer wife is noticing my repeat videos. <laughs> uh, this like are full in production right now, not right at this moment. I mean, there is a lot of footage shot for the for the CRT geometry episode, yeah, there's, there's but a lot like of stuff coming. And it's, I mean, I, I I like to think of Analog Frontiers as the uh, the docu. Oh, I don't know, I don't know why I did that. Yeah, I like to think of it as the documentary be... version of uh, uh, of RGB Masterclass, which you know. So that's actively in production. I mean, you know, they they they, they were they are intense videos that that require a lot of our attention and. Uh, it's it, it's going to be difficult to do like the console specific ones until Analog Frontiers is done. Um, but you know, it's it's kind of uh, Dreamcast video. Uh, Vanessa is saying uh, Dreamcast video when, and I'm gonna it's I'm making making a point to do a Dreamcast video uh, early as I can next year. What I might do is like get most of it like written so that as soon as the uh, HD Retrovision cables are available. Like, that's like honestly, the HD Retrovision cables are such a small part of it overall that I think that it's you know there, we could we could write everything else that there is to write, mm -hmm. and, as, and even go as far as like make it if we wanted to, and just like have that part that needs to be done. Right. It, that's like an approach that I would like to try to take at some point in the future. Um. There's also uh, six uh, Brazilian reals from from Winkler Kirchner. That's like one of my favorite names. <laughs> Winkler Kirchner. Thank you. Saying I really admire I admire the work that you do. Although I don't understand almost any English, I always watch the videos from beginning to end. Well, thank you. Uh, Winkler from Brazil. Well, thank you. That 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 means a lot. Ho hopefully, hopefully that, you get something out of it. Yeah, I mean, it's it's funny because I look back on early videos and how much gameplay there was and then how uh, b-roll heavy uh, videos are now it's crazy to me and I think that's the reason sometimes things take so long uh, there's two dollars from Jonathan G's thing shout out to our friend Jimmy Hapa for seven years on YouTube that's right that's right uh, I saw nice. late at night last night I saw he was doing a stream uh, I just I just talked to talked to Jimmy for a couple hours on Skype the other day. Oh, nice! Uh, we're gonna be doing a finally getting around to doing that that Legend of the Valkyrie video together that ah. we've been talking about for like four or five years. Nice. I just have a little part in it. Yeah. So Jimmy, Jimmy, I guess must have started just a few months after us then. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Not even a few months. Few months. Uh, oh, so yeah, I guess same month. <laughs> yeah, like a like, few weeks. Yeah, three and a half weeks. So if anybody ever has a situation where they have loose disc games, like I have several Sega CD games that, that are loose. They came in, originally came in cardboard boxes that I was not able to get the cardboard box, like Final Fight CD, which I got right here. Uh, what I've been doing... And this is kind of something I discovered a couple of years ago. 
is if you have a like a like a public library close by, you should stop in every once in a while and see if they have audiobooks for sale. And audiobooks usually come in these uh, these kind of like nice plastic clamshell cases that just like have like you can just like pull the insert out and they're great looking. And I bought a whole bunch of them. Usually they're super, super cheap. Uh, I bought them for these Sega CD games that I had. And they're, they're about the size of a DS case. They And they're almost about the size of a DS case. Anyways, I was... I was using those to store, like, my loose games. And eventually I would make some, uh... You know, just, uh... Like, some artwork and stuff for it. But today I was there... And I saw these other audiobooks. If they're like multiple disc things, and if you're looking to save on room, you can get like audiobooks that come with multiple discs, and they're just like a, like oversized DS cases. I mean, it's they're like a, about the size of a DS case and a half, but thicker. Anyways, you open it up, and it's like you got like different. You got the pages and stuff that you can put your discs in and keep them in a hard case, so you could make, uh, you know, like, custom artwork for these, because it just, like, you know, you just slide them into the insert here in the front. So, so are they, like, cloth sleeves? They're not, like, a hard thing that you pop it onto? No, no. I mean, they're, like, they're cloth, like, softer. Uh, see, I, I always, um, like, I, I kind of started shying away from using those kind of sleeves because you know back in the day you know i used to put all my you know music discs and you know a, a multi disc thing or really you know have those soft cloth things but over time i noticed that you know that the underside of the discs were kind of not great looking and i i certainly hadn't touched them in any you know any any way they shouldn't have been touched you know the only thing would have been sliding in and out of that Leaves. So I've always, I've always kind of been wary of like the the cloth sleeves. Well, I mean, personally, I guess we'll see what happens then. I mean, I. I, I mean, it's not that have, not I that they like not that they gotten like, in it in bad condition or anything. I mean, they 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 were. What's that? I mean, it's not like they got in bad condition or anything. They they. I mean, the discs work fine, but you know, I I just noticed they were not. They were not as clean as discs that had been kept in, you know, their original sleeves. I guess we'll we'll see what happens. But they they also have like the ones that are just are plastic, you know, they're the size of DS cases, but uh, they're they're white. But I mean, it's just kind of a cool way to store your loose discs if you got a whole bunch of them and you want to put them like on your shelf. Because then you could just put them something. Uh, you can just put them in this, and this goes right, fits on your on your shelf nicely. I mean, I don't have I don't have cases for a lot of these or boxes or anything like that, so I think this, this is a good way to yeah, do it. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's something. But the other ones, with the smaller ones, with the sing the single disc ones, you could make like custom artwork and stuff for those for each game, which would be cool to do that. Uh. But that's that's a lot of effort. Uh, we did not get a polymega. Are they are are the is it releasing soon? I don't know. 
I don't know how many videos there have been on it yet. I think I just saw somebody had one recently, but I don't remember who it was. God, it's such a weird time. I feel... <laughs> it's, like, just a weird time to release stuff, especially if you're releasing against, like, like new... I, 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 I mean, how much is the Poly Mega? I mean, it's it's not cheap, I don't think. I don't think so. I mean, I think it's like maybe I don't know, I mean, four hundred dollars probably. Well, I mean, that would if that's maybe true. Three hundred dollars each module is a hundred or something. I don't know. Oh yeah, I forgot about the modules. Mm -hmm. I I really don't know that much about how it, you know it's sold and configured. I, I've not been following it. I mean, like the. The, the my my most up to date experience with it is you know you know Bob was invited to play it <laughs> I mean that was a while yeah. ago but I really appreciated that I mean I thought that that showed a lot of confidence and a lot of willingness to communicate with you know the 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 more critical voices in the community you know that it, I, I I always appreciate, you know, that kind of show of confidence in your own product, you know? Yeah. Uh, so the Polymike Mega is going to be $400 for the base unit, and each module costs $80. So what what can the base unit play? Each, each, each or rather, each each uh, game ripper <laughs> costs, costs $80. So, so the, the module, like, is that like an actual... Is it like an actual thing that you have to snap onto it or, mm -hmm. or is it, so it's like, it's basically like a physical, uh, DLC key. <laughs> um, basically. Yeah. I mean, then you can only put, you can extract the ROMs and stuff or dump the ROMs from your games or, uh, so what, what can the base it, unit, the base play? unit has a CD drive in it. So, so what you can play all CD games. Oh, you know, um, that's right. I, I totally forgot that it plays cartridges. Yeah, I, I've all, I, to be completely honest, I only like associate it, it oh, with each, each ROM dumper is a, is is eighty dollars because you have to play. You have to dump the ROMs to play them. Mm -hmm. So you're not see. I I all you're not I, interfacing with the cartridges I, in any I, meaningful way. I completely yeah. associate it with CDs. You know, and I think that's what yeah. people are, are most excited for with it because those yeah. are, I guess, a little, a little more exotic in a way. You know. Yeah, I know that 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 John has one, but oh yeah, that's right. John John has been like he's been like overloaded. Well, yeah, like, I mean now is. And he just like has it, not had a chance. We're supposed to John and I are much in the same way of doing. We did the uh, Neo Geo arcade stick. We're, John and I are going to be doing a video on the, the Neo Geo MVSX. Uh, and I mean, we've been talking about doing it for a while, and it's just he just like has so much stuff with stuff coming from next generation. Uh, we have seen the Monster World uh, Four remake trailer, and. Uh, it, it is. It was not a great way to show it out of the gates. It's it's obviously way too early. I mean, yeah. I, and from what what we've heard also is that it's like was a very very old 
build that they were showing in that trailer. I don't really know why they did that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was it was it was a bad move. I mean, I'm I'm like either both of us are not opposed to the the overall look of it at all. No, I I, I think it, I think I don't know why they would show it running like that. Yeah. Period. I, I I'm totally okay with them doing a. 3D style for that. I mean, uh, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 weird. It's weird that they would have done that out of the gate, showing that because especially since they they know it has to have a good showing because of the kind of uh, like with the the Monster Boy and. Uh, Dragon's Trap remake are both like really good looking games. Yeah. But I mean, we'll see see how it ends up. I mean, I have no, I have no idea how far off it is still. But hopefully, it's got, got some time. You do it. Oh, whew, that was really close. <laughs> oh, you jumped over and you like didn't attack or anything. <laughs> but I mean, it's, it's weird. It's weird that they showed it in that way. It's I mean, ultimately, it's just doing more harm than good. Yeah, I'm I'm still optimistic about it though. I think there's I think they are a little they they're a little too loyal to to the original animations in some ways, I think. I think yeah. a, a lot of those animations were were cute as sprites but uh look awkward with, you know, yeah, 3D like the animation. Animated. Yeah. Uh, so I, I think the, it'd be nice to see some animation adjustments, which I yeah. think I, I heard they might be doing. Uh, we got five dollars from Attack of the T Attack of the Zack. Thank you. It says so in Castlevania Three, the the meat is not a lamb chop, nor is it a chicken or turkey leg, but it is a leg of werewolf. Yummy. Is that is that why? Is that like straight up what it says in the in the in the manual? Yeah, I wonder. Uh, isn't it isn't it Jeremy Parrish that, that came up with the term br brickskit? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> which which I think is uh, <laughs> yes, yeah, it's a pretty good one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm interested to see, uh, more about the Polymega, but I just feel like there's just, I, I said this on Twitter the other day, like after the, uh, the, the analog duo was, was announced, like how crazy is it? Just like how much good stuff is consistently coming out for fans of retro games these days. 
it is like it is insane the amount of stuff that is just constantly being announced or being worked on i mean it's it's it's, it's so much that it's it's impossible to keep up with yeah there, there were a lot would, of people I would though have that... never imagined that the stuff that's coming out in this scene would have ever even been dreamt of or possible there were, there were a lot of people though who 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 took umbrage at the tweet just because they were they were like, well, Bob never gonna be able to get an analog duo, and and hopefully, I mean, you know, it does concern me that that they did indicate, you know, possibly limited quantities. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't know if that means that like they're not gonna do another run or. No, they'll, they'll do more runs. I just think that maybe their manufacturers can only make certain amount mm -hmm. I mean I think that they probably will or open orders and not have a limit early on I'm guessing I mean I don't know like I don't know how they're gonna do it yeah I mean hopefully I it won't be because I, mean, it. I mean it's such I, I, I mean it's such a big deal that they're releasing one with a CD drive and I mean it really opens up the possibilities for the future uh, you know so I do hope that they can distribute uh, enough of them. Yeah. I mean, there's like a lot of people are saying, oh, they're super NTs, you know, like I can't get a super NT. And they, didn't they, they did make another run of super NT at some oh, point. Oh, yeah. They, I, I think I've done like three runs of super NTs at this point. I mean, it's just that they're not available when people, when like next group of people, like have decided they want to get one. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't know. Like, I, th I think that they'll hopefully do a, like, a more open pre-order for this batch. But then as soon as those come and go, then there's going to be people saying, I can't, I, I can't buy them. Like, even though, even if they were open pre-order for a long time, mm -hmm. just because they may have missed the announcement of it or something. It'll be interesting. I mean, what I think they should do, I think they should make a whole bunch and then try to stock them in stores in Japan, because I feel yeah. like that's I feel like that's where it could really sell well. Yeah, but, I mean, it's so cool because, I mean, PC Engine, I mean, a huge portion of its library is is on on the CD. And it's so different from Sega CD, where Sega CD was mostly focused on bringing types of games that would not be possible on right. on the Genesis by itself. Uh, and PC Engine, less so. Uh, you know, it, it, you know, it's just it's a lot of platformers and RPGs and stuff like that. Um, so it's it's CD library is much more interesting to me than the Sega CD. I think I think the PC Engine's CD library has aged better than the Sega CD library. Yeah, I agree with you on that. I mean, it, people are talking about, about scalpers right now, and it's like the situation with scalpers in basically any form of entertainment at this point is is just like the worst thing. Yeah. It doesn't matter if it's like 
retro games or if it's like music or anything it's just like or concert tickets or or at, i always thought of scalpers is like basically just for like baseball like, games <laughs> like like baseball like or just like sports or concert tickets but now they basically have just ruined any uh form of entertainment <laughs> period but you know i mean at the same time though like i mean people people act like You know, when people accuse, I mean, people almost accuse companies of it as is if is they got, they got deal with scalpers. It's like, you know, like, you know, you, you cannot understand their business reasons for, you know, they, they have information and analysis as, uh, you know, how much they can produce right now. You, you don't have that information. Uh, so I, I don't think it's I don't think it's fair to, you know, uh, I, I I don't think it's fair to, you know, act like oh you're you're just helping scalpers, you know. Yeah, I mean I wonder if something like what uh, like Data Discs did yesterday when I bought the the Ikaruga vinyl, uh, where they you sign up for their mailing list and then they send you a login or like a, a specific oh password no. oh no whoa. Whoa. <laughs> you, can, you log in and I, if they did that and they like limited the one oh that's <laughs> yeah that was <laughs> uh there's ten dollars from colin barons thank you saying speaking of pc engine and the cd unit i just got one However, I find that the CDs take a long time to load, and it kind of gives up on loading halfway through the gameplay. Is it a laser issue? Uh, I'm I'm not sure personally. Yeah, I mean, I want to reach out to someone like this uh, is PC Engine he's talking about. Yes. Yeah, I mean, you know, mine. You know, some some discs on ah, uh, some discs on mine. You know, don't read as well uh as as others but for the most part it runs pretty well uh but you know that that's one reason i'm really curious about the, the analog duo because i'm like oh like could uh uh could it possibly um read certain discs better than my actual system does. I mean, it's, you know, it's unfortunately a very old laser. Yeah. And it, it doesn't really have, uh, have a great, uh, replacement option. Uh, so yeah, it's, it, it, it can be a, can be a problem. That, that, that's one of the reasons that this is, Definitely the most, to me, the most exciting thing that analog could be doing next, for sure. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> the worst part about it is, like, all these people, uh, about the analog duo, is people that want to buy, like, the real real games. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and somebody, I, I don't remember who it was, who proposed recently on Twitter said, you know, would anybody be interested in the in the analog duo if it 
wasn't basically guaranteed to get a jailbreak. I mean, that's it's a, it's a interesting question. I mean, uh, I, I absolutely would be. I mean, because I, you know, I don't have a, a, a massive library of PC Engine games. Certainly not not a whole lot of CD games, but. Uh, I mean, you know, like right now I'm playing on the Super NT downstairs because I moved all of my analog consoles, analog, not analog, the company analog video output consoles upstairs to uh, play on CRTs and capture with the OSSC. And downstairs is only HDMI equipped stuff. So, you know, modern consoles, FPGA consoles, uh, HDMI modded classic consoles um but uh you know that you know i it's it's nice to, to have the option for me and my setup to play uh different systems downstairs and so that's one of the reasons yeah. i'm so excited to get that ps1 digital and uh and the dreamcast digital and why i'm excited for the 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 analog do it i think that's one of the reasons i feel it's important for me to do this mr video uh before that because if there's if there's people out there that don't really oh, don't have any interest in in playing like the real games uh you can just as easily get a mr and use the um good usb version of the the pc engine controller that they're going to be sent the wireless controller and it's like essentially this it will be just as good of an experience and maybe it, i mean just as good if not better in some ways i mean we don't i know, i, like, I, I did i did send, send them an email to inform that you know just so you know md fourier is a thing and mm -hmm. <laughs> uh also about the yuv palette i'm just like you know these are these are hot topics in the community that will people people will be looking at so just, just want to make sure you know. <laughs> uh, we got $2 from Carter Dodson. Thank you. saying, coincidentally, I was just playing this myself earlier. Mm. Such a good game to be playing in October. It is. And we also got $2 from Jonathan G. Thank saying, you. Uh, have you ever experimented with the OSSC into the 20L5? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you go to the go that uh, 4K, uh, the, four, the gaming on the, the um, oh, the 20L5 for some reason, yeah. my mind went to OLED, uh, OSSC into the 20L5. I mean, obviously you'd have to, uh, convert that back to analog. Um, but no, I mean, you know, the, the N64 advanced mod has that option to line double uh, straight from the analog output of the system, you know? Um, uh, and so, you know, I was able to see what N64, you know, pre-line double to 480p would look like on the 20L5. And, you know, it's about what you'd mm -hmm. expect. It's 20, it's 240p as, as 480p. Uh, and it, you know, it, it's, it's interesting, but honestly, I, I, I mean, does it look pretty similar to like a VGA monitor console? Mm, I mean, I, I don't know. 
Um, I mean, t- to me, to me, I would be much more interested in just outplaying it to a VGA, the OSSC to a VGA monitor, which I have done. Um, and it looks phenomenal. Um, I, I feel like a VGA monitor, I kind of think a VGA monitor in some ways might look better at 480p than mm-hmm. a 20 L5. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I'd, I'd have to, I'd, I'd really have to sit down and take a good hard look at that. But I kind of think VGA monitor might, might be better for 480p. I don't, I don't know. Maybe. Um, but you know, PVM is certainly better for 240p but uh you know doing ossc to a vga monitor with a you know a lag free hdmi to vga adapter is, is certainly uh no poor option either i mean uh you put up turn on the scan lines i mean it looks great i mean you know the n64 advanced what what's also so interesting about that is you can also apply scan lines right then and there so i really think that the n64 advanced mod um is really more about uh giving people options for vga monitors is, is kind of my feeling that that is probably the the envisioned use case for that um i know the question wasn't about that but you know i, I feel like it's ooh, that thing is coming oh i'm not gonna make it i'm not gonna make it unless it stops this. Does it stop there? Maybe it stops there. Um. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you can pre-apply uh, scan lines. Ah! You know, so, I mean, but you can do the same with the OSSC. Um, so, uh, I think his body just floats there. <laughs> he dies. I kind of for- I mean, I remember this part kind of now, but I, I forgot about it. Oh yeah, the the FW 900s are already going for more than two thousand dollars. I mean, I'm, I'm glad I got that nice multi-sync. NEC monitor. I mean, it was like, gosh, it was not much. It was like maybe $15. I forget. Uh, Gerald Tan is asking, would you use the Waka upscan converter for the PlayStation in your permanent setup if you had one? No. <laughs> Especially uh, with the PS1 digital. Correct, but not only that. I mean, it it uh, you know it, it it has non-integer scaling, which is yeah. which is weird considering it's analog. But it you know I, I think it's assuming that the the VGA monitor is going to want a square as- pixel aspect ratio, so it pre-scales the footage. Um. It, it, it pre-scales the footage so that it's, you know, like, I don't know, 480 by 640 or whatever, you know? So, uh, 
So no, I, I, I would I would definitely not. Oh. I'm really excited about the about the PS1 digital. Yeah. I, I joked the other a couple of streams ago that I'm more I think I'm more excited about that than like any new systems or anything like that. <laughs> well, I, I, I'm definitely excited to. I mean, we're we're, we're going we're going to have 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 launch day streams. You know, whenever uh, whenever my systems arrive from Amazon, uh, you know, we'll, we'll unbox them, we'll set them up. Yeah, you know, the the Xbox, you know, once once I'm sure the system will have to do you know some long setup and update process. But I, I uh, if anyone watched that video that uh, Richard Ledbetter did on Digital Foundry, where he analyzed um, running Xbox One uh, and 360 games uh, off uh, different kinds of drives. Uh, external, uh, different, you know, external mechanical, external SATA SSD, external um, uh, NVMe SSD, and you know the, the bang for your buck was was external SSD. It gives you it gives you tremendous speed gains that you actually can't even get on a Xbox One uh, system for whatever reason. Uh, it's just so much faster than uh, uh, the, the same SATA SSD external on a Series X is like tremendously faster. Uh, so, you know, he recommended that as your best way to play all all stuff that doesn't run natively on Series X, which does require either the, you know, the uh, internal drive or the official uh, expansions. Um, so I, I, I bought the exact same drive with the exact same um, SATA to USB cable that he said gave him the best results because he did have some variation between uh, SATA adapters. And uh, so I, I bought the same one. I bought, I bought the exact same one, and uh, and already got everything that I own that can be played on Xbox One. Oh no! Oh no! Uh, everything I own that can be played on Xbox One, and in turn, Xbox C Series X. Uh, I, I've already got loaded up, so I can. I will be immediately ready to uh, to uh, play everything I own. So that's fun. Well, the, 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 the only thing will be like, things, I won't be able to do uh, Monster Boy uh, until we get your your account linked. Yeah. I mean, I, I just saw a thing earlier today about how uh, they were able to like use like patch certain they're able to patch certain PS4 games uh, taking advantage of like 
like the decompression algorithm that the the uh, PS5 uses for backwards compatibility, and are able to patch it into some PS1 or PS4 games, like playing on, on the, a PS. On, yeah, yeah. I, uh, the only thing I heard about I, I, was uh, the Last of Us uh, remastered. Like apparently, yeah. the initial load time is like like dramatically reduced i i didn't i didn't know what the reason for it was 13 seconds or something like that yeah which is bonkers i i don't understand how that's possible on ps4 now though (sighs) right it makes me wonder if this is all gonna be if that's technology that they can add to like other things via patch so so wild i i just don't understand how that yeah. works that's what's remastered got a patch today that increased the loading by like 70 like but decrease probably decrease the loading by 70 percent on ps4 that's bonkers i i just i i hope digital foundry does something on that because i don't i don't understand yeah. <laughs> i don't know if they could understand like what what are they doing <laughs> i mean that would be really, really interesting if and a, an interesting retort to like all the celebrating and uh, whatever Microsoft chest uh, thumping that they've done over their uh, backwards compatibility. Like, what if they're also like, well, you know, all these, all the speed up is also going to be possible on a PS4 as well. Mm. Yeah, but yeah. at the same time, Microsoft's got more generations that they can support. Right, right. I just think it's interesting because, you know, as, as, as someone who is not getting one of these systems, uh, like, I don't think anytime soon, I, I can't imagine, like, it'd be really nice if all this was possible with, yeah. with some of this stuff. Or on, on the original systems. Yeah, for sure. I mean, and especially because, I mean, I don't I don't know how many games are really going to get a benefit, but you know, I I I suspect I'm going to use my Xbox One X very little in the future, but I I think I'm going to use my PS4 a lot. In part, just because I have a lot of PS4 games, and it's going to be too much to deal with installing those on the PS4. You know, mm-hmm. it, it's, it's, you know, I, I have comparatively much less Xbox One and 360 stuff that can be played on, uh, you know, the Series X. Um, but, you know, I'll, I'll install some PS4 games, especially if I hear their benefits with any particular ones. Oh, I can't believe I nearly forgot about this part because this this is a long room. (laughs) So is I mean, outside of like the launch games for these new systems, there's no like big holiday game this year, is there? Not really. I mean, yeah. I mean, you know, I. I think uh, Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity is, is going to be quite nice, but that's like 
still that that's like not on par with you know if, oh, cyberpunk i guess is. oh yeah i guess that is the big thing which you know i i imagine i probably would like that i, I still haven't played like any of the witcher games i mean i i played a little bit of the witcher 2 to you know because I, I got a copy and tested it out on xbox backwards compatibility uh but i i don't have any version of the witcher 3 i i do understand there's gonna be a next gen upgrade for it which is nice um but uh yeah i i i'm i'm quite on the dark on i on what their flavor of western rpg is uh i i i you know, yeah. Like I say, I think I, I suspect I would like it, uh, but you know, it's I you know I've I've been waiting a long time for like a complete version of The Witcher Three to be like a decent price, and maybe it's happened, but I I never noticed. Uh, we had a five dollar donation from uh, from Axiom. Thank you. It says, you guys inspired me to get some component cables for my PS2 to play PS1 games in my Turnitron. Looks a hundred times better than I remember. Oh, Holy yeah. God. It really does. I mean, especially since... That's, it's one the of the US, simplest things you, know, you can do, really. That's not something you really thought about. And I wonder if there's a lot of people that got component cables for their PS2 uh, right at launch and was like, holy cow, I've never, I never realized the PS1 games could look like this. Well, if, are, oh, how am I supposed to composite to the component uh there's also uh two two more canadian dollars from vibe mecca he's like going crazy tonight <laughs> thank you says is uh xbox series controller grammatically is xbox series controller grammatically correct oh you're just like saying the xbox series xbox series controller uh, yeah, why, I mean, why would that not be grammatically correct? Um, I don't know. I mean, you know, the controller looks so similar. I mean, I understand it is a little different, but it's really hard to get a sense for what the changes are until I hold it, I guess. I really have no clue what I'm going to think of the PS5 controller. I mean, it... You know, I, I, I've actually been thinking a lot lately, like, I, I always used to think I liked the PS5 triggers, and maybe it's just that I've gotten, you know, kind of used to the triggers on the, on the Xbox One controller and the Switch Pro controller, but like, you know, I, I kind of actually don't like the PS4 triggers that much. Like, I, I hadn't really thought about a lot. I, I played God of War, finally, like mm -hmm. a, a month or so ago. And, uh, you know, you use the triggers in that a lot. And something I really wish I noticed at the beginning was um, there was a classic control style where heavy attack was square or heavy attack was triangle and regular attack was square. Whereas yeah. uh, they have it on regular attack on R1 and heavy attack on R2 by default. 
And I never really felt comfortable with it. I mean, I, I know what they're going for. Uh, I, I know they're kind of going for the the Souls-esque uh, control scheme there, but it, it didn't make sense to me for God of War. Um, and like the the your son's commands are on uh, square. And then there's something else on triangle. I'm drawing a blank what was on triangle. But like, I kept thinking like, gosh, I wish those were on the triggers. And then it turns out there is an option to put your attacks on the face buttons. Mm. Uh, uh, and I, I wish I'd known that sooner because then I just, I couldn't, I, there was no going back, you know, after I got played so far into the game with that control scheme. Uh, what uh, Vimeca says, what I mean is, will the next Xbox console be referred to as Xbox Series X slash XS or just Xbox Series or just Xbox? I think that the I think that the next Xbox system, for, like next generation is I bet you that they just call it the Xbox. Yeah, they're they're called they, they are they are <laughs> they're going to make it is as as challenging as possible and they're gonna make the worst possible decision yeah i mean i i get what they're doing with just you are playing xbox games now no matter where whether you're playing on pc yeah. whether you're playing on xbox one whether you're playing on one of the series systems you know they they are selling the the vision of the platform not the the the, the hardware is, is like a separate business, which I, 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 I get it. I, I, I get what they're, I get what they're going for here. Um, but, uh, it does make it difficult. Like, what are you, what are you going to put on your backloggery? I don't know. Um, and you know, I just got the, the control ultimate edition. And what, what's interesting is that the picture of the box on, the Best Buy website said Xbox and not Xbox One, but when I actually got it, it uh, it says Xbox One. So I, I thought the Control Ultimate Edition was going to just say Xbox, but yeah, they're they are. I mean, it's interesting what what they're doing, but it, it it's not going to make your backloggery very clean and I, I don't I don't know what I'm going to do when it comes to like uh, uh, games that are on Xbox one but then you get an update for it to play on Series X that has a that runs natively on the Series X I don't I don't know what I'm going to do for my backloggery yeah. purposes I, just I gotta get know. that control get control I, I was I was gonna buy it on on uh, on on Xbox but I heard the the complete edition you it, it requires an internet connection. You know it says that, but you know what's interesting? It does say that on the box, but it it installed the entire thing from the disc. It did not download anything. Right, but I, I heard that I heard people say that if you try to play it, it like won't the game won't start or like says you have to be like have an internet connection when you start. So are I you guess. saying you would prefer to get the, the non ultimate edition or whatever? No, I probably, I, I, from what I understand, the PS4 version 
does not have those requirements. Oh, okay. Uh, I, 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 I played like, I don't know, like 45 minutes of it just because I, I was just curious. I mean, I, I'm, I'm going to wait for the, I, I'm not sure if the patch is actually, if, if the reason I ordered it, you know, the ultimate edition was because I was assumed that the Series X version was going to be available at launch, but now I'm actually not sure. It, I'm, I, I don't know if it's going to be available at launch. It might, it might not hit until sometime next year. But, um, uh, it is confusing as heck. <laughs> <laughs> like, I have very little idea of what's going on. <laughs> it, it's, it's interesting though. Like I, I, I see what they're, what they're doing with it, uh, with the story. Mm -hmm. Like I, I kind of have some idea for where it's going, but it's, it's a very strange world they have built. Well, I'm interested because Oh yeah, I love Remedy too. I mean, when I say I love Remedy, I, I heard it has connections to. Oh yeah, it has connections to Alan Wake, Wake, doesn't it? Yeah. Like um, as far as I understand, all of Remedy's games take place in the same universe. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I mean, I, 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 I really want to play Quantum Break too. Uh, uh, they'll but have, like references to other people. I mean, I. I liked like the hour I played of Quantum Break, and I look forward to like starting it properly. Um, but uh, you know, when I say I like Remedy, I mean I, I've really only played Alan Wake and then Alan Wake's um, American Nightmare. Um, yeah. But I just I really liked Alan Wake a lot. But you, but you didn't play any of the DLC, did you? I did. I played all the DLC. Okay. I think I played a while well, later. So, I mean. So you you played those two. I mean, you played everything then. That's all that's come out. Well, I know, but I mean, what I mean is I, I haven't played, like, Max Payne. I haven't played oh, okay. Quantum Break. You, you should know. really play But I, game. I mean, I, I liked Alan Wake so much that it, it, it that I feel like I am a fan of Remedy. <laughs> you know what you should do is I wonder how, if, if Max Payne will be backwards compatible, because... That was backwards compatible on the 360. But not on Xbox One? Uh, I don't think so. But I, I mean, wonder if that would be. You should totally do it. You should play one and two. And then you should get three on the 360, and hopefully that'll be... Uh, yeah. I, I hope, I really hope they get back to adding more 360 and Xbox One games. I mean, <laughs> I, I assumed the reason that they discontinued that is so that that team would, you know, have the time they needed to ensure that everything works on Xbox series X, which is fair. Yeah. But, uh, uh, I just want to say really quick. There is a, uh, a 500 yen donation. Oh, thank from you. Shindo 07 or Shindo seven, but no, with no message. But thank you. Uh, there's also $5 from Potbelly Punch saying, is native 4K worth the trade-offs or upscale with better effects, frame rate? Upscaling is getting so good, native is kind of a waste. Well, yeah, uh, I mean, the Digital Foundry has been on that bandwagon for a while. Uh, you know, they, uh, you know, I, I, I don't necessarily have all the insight that they have, 
but uh oh so close uh but you know they, they I, I can't remember what if there was an example of this but they they, they talked about one time how there's something that uh like they gave some example where it actually looked sharper than a some technique actually looked sharper. It looked better than a native 4K render. And you know, but they they've been saying for a while, oh yeah, like a a native native 4K is kind of a, a waste. You can spend your your resources more effectively elsewhere. Uh, which I think I mean it's I think we're going to see some interesting stuff over the course of this generation in terms of uh, Gotcha. Uh, it, you know, in terms of rendering techniques, I mean, they're they're gonna find more ways to squeeze more um, uh, more out of you know the the limited amount of bandwidth they have for ray tracing and stuff like that. You know, I I, I think it, I think we're gonna see a nice evolution with this over the course of the generation with this hardware. Is this the game that has the, the jump off the ledge to get the stuff, or is that something else? You, know, you got to crouch or something like that and go right? Uh, I don't know. I'm scared to do it because I'm on my last life, and I'm not sure. I, the, the checkpoint is probably there, but I'm, I'm not going to risk it this life because I'm, I'm pretty sure this is a forever checkpoint at Dracula here. Yeah, you die, you start the stairs. Cool. Yeah, so you're gonna I be thought, the same. You're yeah, gonna do it. Yeah, not not bad. I was I was a little nervous, but Have you did you even have to continue? I continued maybe two or three times. I, I bet I'll continue on Dracula a good handful. <laughs> I don't you know what's so weird? I I as much as I love Castlevania, like I have the hardest time like remembering uh, the different forms that Dracula has in, in each game. Like, I'm just like, oh, I, I can't remember what he looks like in this one. This is Aha! I, I, I knew there was something. I, I, I wasn't sure if it was this game or an, or another game. I think, I think a couple of games have some goodies here. <clears throat> oh! Oops. You can do that like every time. Yep. <laughs> then you die. Yeah, but I mean, you know, the pressure's off now, right? I mean. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that, the, the amount of stairs that you, the amount of platform you have at the top of the stairs is almost nothing. <laughs> okay. I, I love how they drop more hearts like significantly more hearts than you can actually hold <laughs> that, that that is a a good series tradition though uh the uh the checkpoint dracula not every game has that but 
it, for sure Castlevania 1 and, and 4 do. I think some others do. You don't even need to get those candles, but you still do it anyways. Yeah. Okay, can you... Do you, do you whip it? Oh, okay, you whip it and you duck, I guess. Oh, do you whip it twice? I gotta whip it good. Oh, do you do you whip it and then... Or am you, I supposed gotta, to do You gotta this? whip it in the shape. Shape it up. <laughs> yeah, maybe the, the, I think the, the rotate is probably the way to go. Man, he, he goes down slow, though. Maybe I, sh I should probably be throwing a couple, I guess. He's not as predictable as, uh, as Castlevania 1. Jump whip down. Huh? People are saying you can jump whip down. Is that the most effective way to get rid of them? You can throw three boomerangs. Two. Yep. So the, the, the reason this is going to take a while is because, like I say, the pressure's off. Like, I don't know. You know, I'm here. <laughs> yeah. I, I cannot quite think of what his last form looks like. I, I I don't I don't love the red hair Drac in this. Like I don't know. I feel I feel red is a weird hair color for him. Like the the pink haired Link. <laughs> I mean, what's so funny about that is like, did did you even think about that? Like when you first played no. the game, like is no, it no, no, no. is it weird how something like seemingly so noticeable like like you just. Like, it's a long time before you even realize it's there. Like, I would never even, I never would have even thought it, that was even a thing. I just thought that's just, like, how the character was. Like, stuff like that, I just, it would never have registered with me in the, in, in the pre-internet days. Right, but, I mean, you look, you're looking at this character constantly over the course of your run, and you, like, never notice? Like, you know? Like, I didn't notice either. Did he have pink hair? Yeah. I just think that like, oh, they gave him pink hair. Oh, no, no my, my point is I didn't notice. Because it, it, there's nothing out of the ordinary about it. It's just a video game with pink hair. Yeah, but his his artwork does not have that color. So why, why did, I mean, I feel like it had some sort of like, well, I mean, you I feel like there was like a composite. Like in Star has different color hair on her on the title screen than she does in the game. I know, but I mean, my, my point is, I I almost it's so strange that I almost feel like it was a decision made out of like some sort of composite or RF effect. You know what I mean? Maybe. I mean, I don't know. Like, I just. I mean, it's been so long since I looked at the game and composite RRF. I mean. That's my. I, I guess that's my point. I didn't notice the first time I played, which was obviously over RF. So, I, I guess that's my question. Like, <laughs> w did it look so different that I just like it blended somehow that I just didn't think like, oh, it's pink hair. 
Bob Burkamp is, is, is saying. Try is like, his hair is pink with like two exclamation part marks, <laughs> or marks and, uh, and he says, and Corey is like, yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, not, I, it has nothing to do with I, I don't care that his hair is pink. I just... Okay, now I see why people are saying jump with Rover. It's a little hard to execute, but... Yeah, I mean, I just... I wouldn't even... I mean, it's not... That, I mean, I, I, I don't care. I'm just saying it's... Thing. I'm just saying it's it's a strange, creative decision. You know, like... It's like, why are Yoshi's arms orange in Super Mario World? You know, if you play Super Mario Maker... Uh, you know, Yoshi's arms are green in that. It's like, why, why, why did they, why did they do that? Why, why did the Koopalines, you know, on NES, I can kind of understand, but why on Super Nintendo do the Koopalines have white hair when in the artwork they have blue hair or multicolored hair? Like, why why not the Super Nintendo can do it? Why not do it? I don't know, man. They just felt like it made it him stand out more. I don't know. Or, you know, they just But then why not make the artwork look like the game? Screen. Why not make or the artwork they, look like the game? I mean what what if I mean, we wouldn't be having this conversation right now if Link's artwork had pink hair. It'd just be like, okay, whatever. Link has pink hair. Yeah, but it's that, oh, my I mean, point is it's inconsistent. Like, why why is the sprite not designed like the artwork and vice versa? Why why can't it be like, uh, why can't it be a big deal that his artwork doesn't have pink hair instead of his character has pink hair when uh, his, his sprite has pink hair? But but the artwork doesn't have pink hair. It doesn't. Like they should just they should just like drawn it. <laughs> Pink. They should have. <laughs> yeah. Tomba has has pink hair. Yeah, it does. Or as I like to call, or, or, or as I like to call him, Tomba. <laughs> I mean, but he's 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 he looks that way in the artwork, and he looks that way. Yeah. It's consistent. But, Why I mean, is Link not consistent? He's like claymation. How come he doesn't look like he's? He, how come he's like three D rendered? Well, I feel like three D rendering and claymation are, especially in that era, they are, they are cousins. And Tamba, Tamba, it's it's, it's your boy Tambi. Ooh, get that. Oh, here we go. It's like the game screen was about the same color as, as that red blood, or as the, as the game screen there. Our, our, our screens are the same red as the... Oh, the man, there's game. there's no... Uh, there, there's there no tells for it? Well, I mean, there, it's just you have to move really fast to get out of the way of the lightning each time. Sleepy Dragon says Kirby is pink. Well, on the box art for the Game Boy, he's white. That's true. I, you know, I I can't remember if he was pink 
for the Japanese Kirby Streamland artwork. Everyone's saying that you gotta, you can't just uh, use the cross. You gotta use the whip. You can actually do way more damage with a whip. Well, but it's. I feel like the cross is safer. But I mean, you took a lot of hits there that you could have got him down. Like, no, I, I, I've, I've got this. Like, I, I think I've. Or use the whip to cross together. I, I think I've got this. I think I've got this first phase pretty figured out. Uh, Mad Stalker is saying uh, because the box art is often outsourced and the artists often had not seen the in-game graphics. Right, and and Kirby, I mean, what 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 are you going to imagine he looks like other than the the white? You know. Yeah. Did they just? I mean, do you think that they always imagine him being pink? I, I can't though... I can't I, like I say I can't rem I can't remember I think I I think I have known this at some point but uh, I I forget. All right, we did the but that's just the box art. We're talking like in the manual and all the like the official kind of... artwork. Yeah. Oh, Kirby was pink on the Japanese boxer. Okay, so that that was from the beginning. I I, I I'm pretty. How do we know? Listen, how do we know that Link's hair is not actually Kirby under that hat? Whoa. Whoa. Is that like maybe? Has anyone ever discussed that? <laughs> it, it, I mean, like, how do we know? I I guarantee you that if you were to Google search Link under Kirby's hat. There's probably already like a web comic about this. I guarantee it. It's already been thought of. There's a lot of things saying Kirby with Link hat and Zelda. And maybe that has some sort of connection to to uh, Link wearing or Kirby wearing Link's hat. I don't know. I don't see anything about Link's hair and Link of the past actually Kirby. I mean, and, and actually, it's not. It's not that Link has pink hair he's actually bald he's wearing kirby <laughs> i mean i think you've come up with a new fan theory then <laughs> maybe crosses before he appears in whip i mean i i just i feel comfortable with this because it lets me get some distance on him and uh, Han, Han Sol in the uh, in the uh, chat is saying Kirby holds all of Link's items. Yeah, there you go. Suddenly, it all like it's starting. It's all starting to come together. The Nintendo Cinematic Universe. You know, I was playing Link's Awakening, and my son like freaked out. He's like, "Why is there Goombas in this? It's a Goomba." And Link's oh, Link's Awakening. That's right. Yeah. It, it is weird, but... 
It is. I, I, I mean, it's it's cool that your son was able to. Maybe there is some sort of like like Nintendo shared universe to an extent. Like not just like all the games or certain games, but like all of them actually are. I mean, that's what Smash Brothers is, isn't it? Well, yeah. Maybe Link's cap is Kirby. Yeah. Wearing Link's hat. <laughs> it's 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 Link. Link's hat Kirby on Link's head. See, I think during that last phase, the, the whip just feels very high risk. Especially during that last phase. Samus and Link and Mario. Yeah, I, remember, I mean, I understand, like, Smash Brothers, but... I'm just thinking about this being all like one big thing. I'm sure someone has like a timeline of Nintendo games. People are saying, you know, you got to use the whip also during this part. Uh, I mean, the thing I is, makes, I bet it makes his life go down way quicker. I Here's here's the thing though. I have to be ready to whip down to stop that fireball. So we just, yeah, you just did. It yeah, but I I probably also got hit by the fireball that turn, and I'm I'm doing a bad job of getting hit by the fireball right now. Anyway. Okay, Link's Awakening takes place in the land of dreams, as does Super Mario Two. But there's no Goombas. Mario. Uh, there's the shy meat. guys. There's, there's shy guys in links. So yeah, yeah. It's so interesting how, uh, 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 shy guys like kind of became Yoshi's Goomba. Yeah. I mean, there are Goombas in the Yoshi games, but there are a lot more, um, there are a lot, a lot more Shy Guys. And Shy Guys are not that common in the main Mario games. I mean, uh, there, there are some, but. The Knack is saying you gotta whip and jiggle. Whip, <laughs> whip and jiggle. Well, I, I, I always listen to Knack. Uh, Kirby, Kirby's in Link's Awakening as an enemy in one of the yep. last dungeons. Yep. And then the sixth dungeon, I think. Sixth or seventh. I always imagine that his name being Kirby, at least I imagined his name being Ker Kirby because it's like, it's like a way of saying Kirby, so he's a ball, a lot of curves, it's always one big curve, really. Well, I mean, I think most people think of the Kirby vacuum cleaners, but I think it was one of Nintendo of America's lawyers or something like that. 
I think I think uh, I think I remember yeah. hearing a story that he like died a year or two ago. Yeah, I, there's a, there's a part in high score about it. Okay, see, like this second phase, I think it's a lot safer to use the whip. But the first phase, I think, is much safer to use the the uh, boomerang. I mean, I it does not look like the whip is like significantly stronger in all honesty. People are getting hurt. I haven't gotten hit this whole run. Now I got—I just got hit the first time. Is there a—is is, this—is there another part to him after this? I kind of don't think so. I think that's why I couldn't remember what was the next form because this is kind of the last one. Oh, cool. It's like playing the first level music here. Mm -hmm. Ooh, this is going to be close. I was doing so good. Oh. Woohoo! Do it. I did it. There it is. The morning light. Uh, Two dollars from Ben Brody. Thank you. Saying, what are your favorite Christmas songs? Uh, anything that plays after Thanksgiving and not in October. <laughs> um, you know, I, I, I always liked uh, Carol of the Bells. I, th I think I've said before, but like a, f a few years ago, I had a revelation that Carol of the Bells sounds like, like especially like an instrumental version, sounds like an RPG battle theme. <laughs> I, I really have liked it ever since I thought of that. <laughs> um. Oh, I see we got $5 from uh, Kurt Mack. Say so maybe Link is one of Kirby's animal friends and you're actually controlling Kirby through all of Link to the Past. I mean, that's kind of like, um, you know, uh, Mario RPG has a few characters that are like hard to visually parse. You know, there is uh, the first uh, smithy boss is Mac, who you think is this big, like, sword. But then, like, if you look at, like, the high-res artwork, he's actually, like, the... Uh, he's actually, like... Mac is actually, like, the this red ball guy that's, like, on top of the sword. And even though the sword has, like, eyeballs, like, he's riding the sword. And then there's... Um, 
um, what's her name? I'm drawing a blank on her name. The, um, the lady that takes over, uh, Valentina that takes over, um, Nimbus land. Uh, you know, I, I think most people probably thought she was like a bird lady, but then again, you look at the high res artwork and she's got this like weird, wide oval head and there's like a bird laying on top of her head but she's not a bird <laughs> so I, I always like revelations like that so there you, there you go Link is just an animal friend <laughs> so my, my favorite Christmas song is uh, is, uh, is is Thistle Hair The Christmas Bear by Alabama oh I <laughs> I, I that, that's not a song you hear very much, but I I, I I've definitely heard it. <laughs> oh, that's I I would I would I would be surprised. I was, I'm surprised that you've heard it. I mean, so you hear it, heard it here first. My favorite Christmas song is Th "Thistle Hair of the Christmas Bear." I, I mean, I've I've heard it in some capacity. Uh. There was a four ninety nine from Eric Schusler. Thank you. It says I'm sorry I'm late with my dues this week. Please don't hurt my family. <laughs> no, yeah, I can't no. I'll do whatever I can. Delay. <laughs> Give you a chance to escape. Warn <laughs> them. Uh, there's also five dollars from from Chris saying finally I made it through an MLX stream without wasting my money on a bunch of donations. Damn it. <laughs> Just kidding, but I feel like I spend too much. Well, nobody is 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 obligated to feel any need to do anything like that. And but we 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 appreciate. I would it. take it a point to try to answer questions and read stuff that is like is not in uh, in super chats as well. Yeah, it's sometimes hard. I mean, especially for me, I just get carried away on whatever conversation we're having, and then by then it seems like there's another super chat to read. But I. Uh, once I've once I've uh, felt like I've got to a good stopping point, I, I always like to try. At least when I'm not playing, I'm so bad at paying attention. Uh, when I'm playing, I apologize. <laughs> These credits are still going. The super voice. I see that. Uh... Kevin Radigan in the chat has a uh, has a Shatterhand avatar. Ah. The total total director. Total director. Because go back to streaming good games like Toki. Uh, we we <laughs> mentioned it earlier in the stream for if anybody that probably did not miss it or probably did miss it uh starting next week we will be starting one hour earlier which is technically the same time it is right now but the time changes next sunday yeah. but yes. henceforth even after the time changes again our start time is going to move back one hour from nine eastern to eight eastern but uh 
we're, we're going to play the same amount of time, roughly. It's just that we're going to be trying to wind down more like between 11 and 11.30 rather than, you know, 12 to 12.30 to 1 o'clock. Right, you know. exactly. Should be, should be healthier for ourselves and, and all involved, to be quite honest. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a better way. It, it's a bad way to start your week. I mean, and, yeah. and as for me, like, I... I feel like it's it's my biggest hurdle to uh, to a better overall sleep uh, schedule. Well, yeah, I mean, because it's always me. drifting because of this one day every week where we just can't uh, we, we we don't we don't know how to call it quits. <laughs> <laughs> and it's 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 one hour. I mean, in the West Coast, might feel like oh you know it's, it's too soon. Time. Yeah. Uh, but I mean. We'll still, we'll still be, you know, we'll still be streaming between nine and 11, which is officially what, uh, what our stream time is anyway, is nine to 11. But, uh, Maddie Ryan, I, like, so now it's eight to 11. I, I'll, I'll look into that. I'm not sure exactly what it is, but I'll look into it. But yeah, I mean, the clocks change and everything. So it's a good time to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Especially because like some, some areas. I'm gaining an hour. I'm getting an hour of sleep in the morning. Yeah. I mean, fall, fall back is always the good one. Spring forward is the bad one. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it's like for me, especially, you know, after, if we, if we're assumed to like, you know, after midnight, like I usually wind down and get ready and get in bed by one o'clock, but you know, now my kids are back at school. You know, I have to be up at six something each day and it just becomes more and more tiring, I guess. So. Well, I guess is 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 that going? Yeah, there's, there's a good finishing spot. Oh, unless oh. you want to do the hard loop. Is this a hard loop now? I honestly forget if this game does have a if if it's harder after you beat it once or not. I think it is because I want to say I I know that I beat the like the first time I beat it was like I want to say sometime during college. And then I I do kind of remember streaming it on the backloggery at some point and that was probably the hard loop but I imagine I most likely was using a password that started you there. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, I feel like it's a good stopping spot because I got to wipe all this blood off me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or, or the, the blood on, on the lens, Drip right? Down here. <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, so start, starting next week, uh, it's going to be one hour earlier. And uh, I hope everybody has a really nice Halloween. I hope that I have this EverDrive video out the door at some point this week. I'm going to be really making a a push for it. So uh, that's going to be happening. It's going to be happening. Now, Chris is saying, no, you guys just have to take off a lens filter. But you would be fooled because... 
This is this is no lens filter. This is it's blood. Yeah, it's blood. That's what. That's exactly what it is. No, it's uh, it's Chris's blood. It's is is look. Uh, um, let's see. Look at look at all the. See, look. It, it ain't it ain't blood. It's it's the, the we're 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 doing we're doing this legit. I mean, this is this is uh. These are LED bulbs. So we're 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 doing red, red. For that, you, wait, you do this with with light bulbs? So I didn't have to put, I didn't have to bathe in blood. No, you didn't have to. You didn't have to do it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. Bring a uh, fire hose down here. Yep. <laughs> blood. Yep. So, sorry, I didn't give you a better idea ahead of the stream. <laughs> We are we are in the red light district. <laughs> but I bet a lot lights. of people thought we just had a red overlay on the on, on yeah. OBS. Yeah, I mean that would have worked just as well. Yeah, but it's more fun to do it for real. Plus, I got to soak in the atmosphere too. That's what I've been doing with the Silent Hill streams as well. I've been uh, uh, been doing doing the red lights. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, thanks everybody who donated and everyone who stuck it out. Yeah. It's all, it's always good to finish a game on stream. Even if it's one that you don't have to knock off your backlog. It's, it's, it's good to play an yeah. old favorite every now and then. I hope everybody has a good, good, uh, good Halloween. Yup. I'll be doing some trick or treating with a, with a, with a, with a T-Rex and uh ladybug from ladybug and cat noir. Oh, okay. I don't even know what that is. Just it's a a show called Miraculous. It's like it's a kid show. It's like a French show. That's hmm. been. Um, I don't know. My my daughter's obsessed with it. All right. Well. Good night, everyone.